because this, these two big brains solved their problem. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, problem right. is absolutely ridiculous. Instead of, right, instead of addressing our problems and actually being able to handle discussing time zones, we'll just we'll find a workaround. Amen. Because we'll honestly, the, the other time way zone thing—it just—it just wasn't working. No. No, the time zone, trying to talk in time zones, there was no consistency. There was no, yeah, it just, it was bad. Oh, yeah, right. A typo just sends you into a chaos. Exactly. She's like, well, this would, it'd probably be, uh, the problem would probably be solved if you guys planned anything more than 25 minutes in advance. (laughs) Like, okay, well, well. again, not, not the people you're working with. That's not our style. No, we definitely can't. That's not going to work for us. We absolutely cannot pick the same time every week because... There's not a chance that's going to be consistent. No, I I can't be that consistent just like with my life. But I don't know if you could, but I simply couldn't. Nor do I want to be. I'm not interested. Yeah, like this is the time. This is our time frame. We've got set aside for this. Like, no, we're just doing we're, we're doing this because like we enjoy it and it works for us. That's the whole point. You know? Yes. Yes. That is the whole point is to just shit around and talk and maybe yeah. talk about some meaningful important things and, and occasionally nor somewhere around two dozen people will hear it <laughs> on a very good day on a very on a very good day soon to be i'm sean i'm expecting that soon to be a typical day well high expectations we have done nothing to promote or tell no. anyone else that we just haven't even told anyone that we're recording consistently. It's true. Nick is Nick and my cousin are pretty much the only people that know, and our fucking girlfriends aren't supportive. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, at this point, you represent a significant percentage of the listener base. <laughs> For the sure, potential I, listener base. I know when you're not listening. Yeah, like, are you fucking kidding me, guys? Let's get it going. But. Regardless, do you have uh, do you have anything interesting to talk about this week? Honestly, not really. I don't really <laughs> either. I was thinking about that, and I had some. Oh, well, I've got Sam and I are officially making friends, which is cool. Like some new friends, like actual like people, people that we hang out with. Okay, sweet. Yeah, so so that's kind of fun. It's got been a, it's been crew. pretty pretty neat. Uh, yeah. It's and it obviously all comes from the brewery, right? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, and they're all. Uh, Sam and I are definitely the youngest, is I guess the way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Like, by I don't think it's that much different. I don't know, like what? Like, is thirty really that much older than twenty-four? I don't know, but like, is thirty-four? Mm. It depends. I think it mostly depends on like, are you married and have kids? Like that. A 34-year-old could have a 10-year-old. That's a pretty big difference. Yeah, for sure. No, that's that's totally fair. I forget, What's the... Fuck, I forget what the philosophical term is for this, but it's something... It's it's discussed with a parable of, like, counting rice. And, like, if you only ever... Like, if you've got a kilogram of rice versus, like, 500 uh, grams of rice... And you just move one gram from the kilogram over to the 500 grams. Like, it's not significant. Like, they're right. pretty much still the same situation. Uh-huh. And then you just move another grain over. You're like, okay. 
Like it's it's still pretty much the same situation. And it's it's like the, it's this idea of if you move minuscule enough segments, it doesn't ever seem like a big difference until like all of a sudden all the rice is on one side of the scale. Sure. Because you just moved it one grain at a time. Yeah. And yeah. it always felt like an insignificant measurement until it's just not. Mm-hmm. But that's and that's where like the age thing, like, like you're right with different stages in life as far as kids. But like 44 and 24 are just significantly different. They just are. Yeah. Right. You they know? gotta be. Yeah. But it's been uh it's been a ton of fun. A lot of good people. A lot of uh a lot, a lot of fun. We, uh, I play Slamo, which is just the poor man spike ball in the park mm. now with them. All right. Hey. A good group of like eight of us, or there, there there's 10 or 10, yeah, there's probably 10 of us last week. And I'm obviously getting too competitive for the setting, but. I'm sure you are. You strategizing like outside this. of, in your free time, are you thinking about the game and figuring out how to get better? Well, this guy was telling me about the videos on YouTube. And I was like, yeah. no, 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 yeah. that's too much. No, that's how you make it not fun is when you yeah, actually like, okay. get way too deep into it. Exactly. And that, at that point, I feel like I've gone too far. No, I've but, ruined many games by doing that. <laughs> trying to break it down and just like, yeah, getting way too good. And then like no one ever wins except for me. And then I'm not necessarily physical games, but like, you know, more like strategy games or stuff that you can really break down like that. Yeah. And and my issue too also is like, I don't really want, like I never, I never watch tutorials or look up things on like card games, board games, whatever, because I want to figure it out on my own. Yeah. 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 Like, like backgammon, Sam and I play backgammon all the time and I'm backgammon. It's not like it's a difficult game, but I'm pretty sure I've got it nailed as far as like what the appropriate move is in every situation. And I don't want to. I'm not interested in someone <laughs> I'm not interested in someone telling me what their experience or someone else's experience has showed them is the move or like what statistically is the most important like I'm just going to do my thing. It's the same thing yeah, with it's, like right it's it's not a thing in life that you need to like optimize and get good at like it's just it's for fun no. and it's a little stimulating to the mind to just try and figure it out on your own. Yeah. That's yeah. and that's all I'm looking for out of this. Right. Like I'm not interested in trying to run a statistical breakdown of the odds of this card being in this person's hand mm-hmm. at this time every time I'm playing Euchre. That's I what I realized like care. and like I realized for myself, like that means I have a problem. Like that's not a good thing that <laughs> is not a good mental state to be in. Yeah, it's no longer and it's no it's not it's no longer entertaining to me. No. Like I'm not having no. fun. It ruins it. And then you realize like yeah. what the fuck was the point of becoming a world expert at playing backgammon. I yeah. don't know. Like, yikes. And it always comes down to, okay, like you made the right move, but the roll of the dice fucked you. So is that just going <laughs> to, I'm just going to let that upset me. Right. Like I've had yeah. actual conversations. with was like, well, the, the, the statistic, look, this is, this is the play here. It's like, okay, well, it didn't fucking work. Did it? So who fucking cares? <laughs> like what difference does it make after the fact? If the statistic said, this is the play. When the roll of the dice or the deal of the cards led to that. Like, there's enough randomness in this system that sure, you can be trying, you can be making all the quote unquote right moves and then get fucked. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And that's that's what makes it still fun. That is the expected outcome. (laughs) 
that a lot of the time yeah. playing best way will still let you lose. For sure. And I it's and it, and if you're just going to break down like that, like I just don't find that. I, how are you going to be happy doing that? Like, no. How are you going to be happy in those scenarios? Oh, I should have won. Who fuck? No, you, you, you did. Who cares? Who fucking cares? You didn't win. That's life. Well, the backgammon gods, you know, came down and tapped him on the shoulder with a sword and yeah, sent exactly. him a vision like, in no, the clouds. I have a better understanding of the statistics of this play. Well, sometimes you just got to play by gut, and that's more fun. <laughs> you know, it's a, I'm, I'm a big-time play-by-feel guy. Like, I'm obviously thinking a lot when I'm playing backgammon or euchre, but if you're feeling something, if you think, if you think this isn't going to work, don't do it. Yeah, you are. Do you think, which do you think dominates most of the time? You think the the feelings lead you most of the time? Uh, no, no. I would say, I mean, the stats. I think, I think what I what I think is the statistically correct play. Like, I obviously haven't run the stats, but what I think is the right play, numerically or based on sit, like gameplay and situation. Yeah, uh, usually dominates it because it's usually not a difficult choice. Like mm-hmm. usually my brain's just running in that mode. It's just when you've got like a little bit of a, eh, I don't, like this is a testy one. That's when it's like, just fuck it. Go with your gut. Like you could sit here all night and try and break down what cards, right? But fuck it. Go for it. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I know that. Absolutely. And that's what I enjoy more. That's where I enjoy it more. Like, eh. and <laughs> we got into this whole, like, kerfuffle at the cabin one year like it was we were up until like three in the morning playing yuku it was me my me and my cousin who is me and my cousin two of my cousins myself and my uncle and my cousin who got a degree in statistics and my uncle were on the same team and my cousin who got a degree in social work and myself were on a team and i mean we were just abusing these guys hell yeah like it was brutal and they like were just sitting there like like this is not how this should work. Like this should work every time. Like they're talking after like every hand. It's like guys, no one fucking cares. Like you're <laughs> you just lost five games in a row. Suck a dick. And Survey that's says it. that's how this went. Yeah, exactly. That's how this went. Suck Vincent it. Vincent Van Gogh, fuck yourselves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's just like no one fucking cares what your stats should have said because at the end of the day, who won five games in a row? Not you. So suck it. <laughs> I had a ton of fun not being like this, and you're upset because you're thinking about it too much. <laughs> yeah. And they probably didn't have that much fun that night. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, guys, like what why are why are we playing? Why are we playing? It's it's more akin to a children's game than it is baccarat, you know? Like this is not a high stakes, overly complex game. Mm-hmm. So let's just have a little fun. Just hang out a little bit. And we'll see what happens. But rant on that over generally. I don't know. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a, I don't even remember how we got there. Uh, a long winding road. And regardless, I'm still enjoying backgammon. <laughs> Good. The game isn't really and part good. of it, honestly, part of the fun for me is trying to figure out what I think is the best play and having and finding my reasoning for why I think that's the best play. Yeah. Like I enjoy course. those games. Like that's part of the game that I enjoy too. Like, yeah, I want to figure this out on my own. And how often does it work? Like how often does it not? 
let's see what happens. But it's a very fun yeah. process. It is. It is. But other than that, I don't know. It's been a been a, a pretty decent week. Oh, oh, we were talking about competitiveness, like with with the friends and like yeah, learning yeah, yeah. learning uh, Slamo, aka Spike Balling. <laughs> and uh, to be fair, the kid, the dude who watched videos, Joe is a savage. He's a problem, but he's also <laughs> so chill. Like he's a very relaxed dude, which which counteracts any of oh, that. Right, you know? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Right. As long as you're not like being he was, a jerk. He was kicking the shit out of us with a beer in his hand, so. Well, but, good for him, man. You can you can maybe pick up some tips. And you know, and like I'm just gonna I, I go out there and I put a lot of I play with a lot of heart. I try my best. It was my first time playing this last week. I played I think I played Spike like twice in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, it was never really popular in our group. Yeah. No, I mean it was like senior year of college. People started busting it out, but And that's kinda lame. It's a fun ass game. Yeah, it's a fun game. I enjoy it. But it's good yeah, for so. like half an hour, in my opinion. Well, it's I think it's better with a big group of people. Sure. When you're rotating teams in and out, like you're yeah, yeah. you're not necessarily doing a round robin, but like everyone's rotating playing. You're switching partners, you're having fun. Like like when there's ten people and there's just people going everywhere, it's it's more fun. Or at least I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. Because it's not you're just not playing the same two people over yeah, and over. Yeah, yeah. Right. And there's a big diversity of skill set and everyone everyone brings beer. It's it's nice. <laughs> Got the bases covered. Yeah, I was let's let's hear more about this uh process of making new friends and what are your feelings about it? What's it like? It's kinda it's interesting the, because the world of friendship. It's weird again. because I'm self-conscious about the things i'm saying in a way that i haven't been in a really long time huh yeah like i'm i'm much more aware of the things i'm saying and how they could be misconstrued and like and like after i've had several drinks it's like okay that might have been a little too loose here like we got to tighten it up (laughs) like it's just things things that i'm being more aware of again that i haven't been in a long time So that's kind of that's kind of odd, but overall, very much enjoying the process. Like it's pretty. <laughs> the way it works is you just go to the brewery, you sit on regulars row as they call it, which makes me very happy to be a part of. And you know, you just hang out and chat for like right, two hours. Talk. Yeah, <laughs> that is what people do. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's it's like basically that's how, how it works. <laughs> all friendships ever have been formed: proximity <laughs> yeah, like, and just talking. <laughs> yeah, proximity and chatting is a hundred percent all that this is, which uh-huh. I love. I'm an, I'm I am obviously a, a fairly social person, so I'm very much enjoying having that aspect back in my life, and mm. just people that aren't family members that I can hang out with. Yeah, One of the guys. Yeah, one of the guys and his wife live in our building, so that's fantastic. That's cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice. It's been it's been fun, but the process is uh, certainly invoking uh, sentiments I haven't experienced in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose. Do you think it's like the first time you've really been in that situation since freshman year? Properly, just like. Totally, a huge group. Yeah, of like fully thrown people. into it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's not, it's just a, it's a situation where I'm, <laughs> at least with everyone, I'm, everyone that knows me now, like, like everyone in my call in our college world, like, yeah. I'm very comfortable with what I'm going to say and people know who I am and what I'm going to say. And like, even if I say something that seems edgy, I usually get the benefit of the doubt, thankfully. <laughs> right. And, yeah. and it's just like, it's like, dude, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know these people well enough yet to have that kind of read. Like, where are we at if this is set? Or like, where, like, if, like, I'm pushing the boundaries on this a little bit, like, what, where, to, what are we thinking? What's going on? Mm-hmm. So that's, I don't, that's, it's weird. It's an interesting thing to be feeling out again for the first time in a long time. Yeah. But again, like, they, they almost all generally seem like people who are interested in, like, why'd you say that? Hmm. Nice. Like, as opposed to just, that's not right. I disagree. Uh-huh. Especially yeah, no, really people awesome. in our building. Yeah. And, I mean, Eric, he's he's the best. He just, he's just a, a really nice guy. And Jenna, she was just torching homeless people the other day. So, like, I was like, I could, I could probably fit in here. Get in there. Yeah. She There's hates always... homeless people. <laughs> well. And I was like, you know, I Jenna, know. I understand. That might not be quite the right approach, but I understand the sentiment. <laughs> yes. Well, Sean, you live with them. It's good to, yeah. It's, it's nice to have uh, a couple of different perspectives. It's nice when someone's more extreme than you because you start to sound really reasonable. Seriously, really it's just, it's, yeah. It's like, well, I don't know if I'd go quite that far, but I, one, I respect it and I appreciate it. And two, you're not going to hear me. I, I'm not going to fight you too hard because mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan either. <laughs> and I don't know what the solution is. I'd love to talk solutions, but if we're just talking straight off the feeling, off the cuff, fuck them. You know, if that's all, yeah, if that's well, the only depth right. we're going for. <laughs> right. If you have to be can, super shallow. Yeah. yeah. If we're not going to go any further than a statement on its face, sure. <laughs> so it's been, it's an interesting group. And that's where it's like, yeah, I, I obviously, she, I mean, she's been, she's been going there for like five years. So oh, wow. it's a place she's definitely very Some comfortable, but very regulars. Oh, dude, they, her and Eric met at, no, they met at Jagged, got engaged at Jagged, and pretty much everyone, uh, Everyone uh, from there was like at their wedding. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But they're they're all they're all really really nice people, and that's where it's like I. <laughs> that's the other thing is like I don't know. I'm, I think a good person. I don't know how kind I am, and that's where it's like all these people are so fucking nice. Like mm-hmm. I just don't know if like like. I want to be – I love being friends with them and I want to continue to be and I can see it going a long time. But they're just – they just might be nicer than me, might just be kinder than I am. They might. A certain kind of kindness perhaps. You know, I don't know. You never know. Once you – it might uh, just be a newer person interaction <laughs> or and, – And one of the girls was launching into how uh, more or less if you're – well, if you're found guilty of rape, you should be castrated, regardless. I was like, okay. Wow. Yeah. Some very strong opinions. 
And Eric was like, well, like, yeah, help like that was advocate. Like, what if? <laughs> well, because I made a joke. I was like, not a big Innocence Project fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... And Eric's like, I'll play devil's advocate. Like, what if they do, like, figure out he was innocent or she was innocent, whatever? She was like, I don't fucking care. And I was like, oh, okay. It's like, that's just Uh, one last person who could do one horrible thing. I was like, well. (laughs) It's a nice emotionally driven perspective. (laughs) That's where Eric and I looked at each other and I was like, yeah, I'm a big fan of living in a society where I'm okay with a guilty person going free more than I'm okay with a free person going to prison or being castrated. Getting their balls chopped off or I don't even know. She said whole thing. Take it all. Take it all. I don't know. Yikes. (laughs) And that's very like, yeah, I, I just, I'm very okay with a world where obviously bad things happen. Bad people walk away. But if that minimizes the risk of innocent people, being put in prison, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because that's an that's, unacceptable outcome. Generally. I just think that's the only reasonable perspective people can come to once they think about it long enough. I but, agree. Like, that shit will ruin lives. Yeah. Do you think but, with them being older, there's, I don't know, do you see yourself, like, learning things from them, or do you see them, I don't know, what's that dynamic like? Well, they're I would generally say they're more, they're definitely, it's definitely more of a peer to peer dynamic. Well, yeah. I mean, I would assume it'd be kind of weird if that wasn't like the primary feeling, I guess. Yeah. It's not like mentor, mentee, you know? Yeah. Or like sage advice giver and young, innocent 20 something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I the the relationship every, well everyone is shocked when they hear how young Sam and I are. They're stunned when they hear that we were born in ninety seven. Like I, I guess so. I, I guess they they put us more in like their age group. I as guess as opposed to young kids, you know. What I know I don't understand. <laughs> Being like, I just like don't project. John has some or like massive assume. issues with ageism. Not, I don't care about the ages part. I'm just like surprised that people like clearly have strong emotional reactions to being wrong about people's ages, which is very foreign to me because I'm not constantly predicting what I think other people's ages are or like putting much stock in it at all. Well, I think it's totally fair to not put stock in it, but it's also, I think it's also fair to say like these have been like for someone who breaks the mold, whatever mold you're choosing to put them in or try and fit them into and then they don't fit and you're like, well, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. You know, and like it, it's, uh, <laughs> there's definitely something in there for, for like you have that as well. You know, like you have expectations for certain people. It's just a lot of people's expectations revolve around age and mm-hmm. where you're, where you should be mature wise, like what, like as far as maturity goes, as far as like where you're at in life, like as far as the conversations you're expecting to have, like, I don't know, the human, you, you develop patterns, you develop associations. And then when one doesn't fit it, you're like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> you know, I don't, it's, it's what were we talking about? What was it? Oh, also, wait a minute. Everyone 
my scatterbrained ass tonight. Brutal. Uh, hello and welcome to Hemming and Hawing. As always, my name is Brett. Across from me, well, still 1,600 miles away, is Sean. Uh, and this is episode 16, I believe. You're all over it, Brett. You sent me Straight a snap last night. Last night, Sean, <laughs> is the only reason. I was definitely going to call this 15 until last night. <laughs> it's on but your mind. How are you today, Sean? It should be. You should know the answer already. We're going to need a new question to start off with. Ah, fuck. It's just the consistency is really nice. It feels good, you know? Feels good. But it also feels, you know, I can't, I, sh- I really shouldn't always say I'm doing well. So now we've got an unrealistic expectation. No, I don't know if it's unrealistic. I don't know if anyone's expecting it. I think it, it makes it even more shocking when you say something else. You know, like you've, you've developed patterns for all of us and expectations for us, <laughs> like just for like, like what you're going to say. But then when you say like spectacular or like oh, piss poor, Everyone yeah. all of a sudden is like, all of a sudden everybody's tuning in because Sean, Sean's doing a little different today. Well, maybe we should uh, roll back the tape and record something new here and I'll come in. You know, it's just been a hellish week. Ugh. Oh, Sean's had a long one, huh? Yeah. That Haley, five is just overwhelming. Well, Haley's out of town. She's in Wisconsin. So I'm just Ooh. all alone crying myself Solo to sleep. Solo time. Oh, it's just That's so how hard. it works. Yeah, just brutal. Yeah, really just brutal. Doing it. anything you want all the time. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> That's a tough life to live. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. A lot of people do get bored being alone suddenly after not being alone for a long time. But I mean, it's weird I to a certain enjoy extent, it. But... <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's definitely weird because it's just not the norm anymore. But. Yeah, I have no, I don't really have an issue with it. It's just kind of, I'm doing my thing. I I just choose to spend time with other people then. I don't really do much alone. Mm. Not a huge cool. alone guy. I do. I I don't think, I think if you give me like a thousand hours to be alone and I would just have like, I mean, at some point it would become a huge problem because just like would I would need social interaction. Just, you're just being alone <laughs> for fun. But like if I had like enough of that, like if I got breaks to be social, I could get right back into it and be fascinated by something else and just be going at it by myself. What do you think is your appropriate ratio of solo time to social time? Like what is what is your optimal ratio for, for Sean as a human? I think it's probably pretty tilted in solo time. But I think... It's definitely different living with Haley because she fills like most of the social time that I would yeah, want. You're completely opposite in that regard. Yeah. <laughs> and so, well, like, I, perhaps not completely opposite, but she's definitely more social than you generally. Like, I don't think she just wants to be alone for a thousand hours at a time. No, she definitely. I think at this point, it's just like she'd just much rather be hanging out with me or yeah she'd definitely be with other people she's definitely a pretty social or pretty uh lone i don't know what's the right word she's, she's good at being alone at solo time yeah she enjoys <laughs> she enjoys having long periods of time to herself as well but definitely not in the way that i do 
Yeah. So, okay. So I'm going to reverse this and say, what do you think my social to solo time is? What would you say my appropriate ratio is? Um, I think yours is like 60, 40 to, uh, yeah, maybe even higher. Like if we're only counting, if we're only counting, like, I don't know. It's hard to count like free hours, right? Because like there's like work and then you come home, but you got to make food and blah, blah, blah. And like, I don't know, you know, that sort of counts as alone time and then work sort of counts as social time. I'd say it's pretty high. Like it's pretty, it's definitely over 50-50. But it's not, it's not, it's not necessarily just, yeah, it's not necessarily just free hours. It's just like in the hours, if you could be optimal in all of your hours in Mm -hmm. the day that you're awake, what is your optimal timing? I think for you, it's probably 65-35 social. And for me, it's probably twenty eighty, with the eighty being alone. And I'm pretty. I think my. I was. I was thinking as high as ninety ten social, but I've. Well, wow. I, but then, as you were saying six five, I was like, it's probably more appropriate to say eighty twenty. Okay. Yeah, because I'm. Because like if if <laughs> if we weren't doing this, or if Sam if Sam's not home, I'm at the bar. Yeah. Because that's where I'd rather be. Mm-hmm. You thrive alone as well, though, and you definitely need the alone time to. No, for sure, need that. Definitely yeah. need it, but. But I think I, I think you get it. I think you get it throughout your day at work and stuff, and like. Yeah. I don't know. I think you get enough moments to be in your head that yeah, the rest of the time you can just. You you'd much prefer like you you definitely like. Think, through social interactions like like. A lot of your mental process and like stuff, I think, happens by being exposed to social situations and stuff. Yeah, and I enjoy. I enjoy the. Yeah, you love it. Well, I just enjoy the like. That's that's. I know I've said this before. Like that's where I feel like I'm sharpening my, you know, the axe. Yeah, I sharpen the axe on all of my ideas when it's when it's butting up against someone else. It's not Mm -hmm. always iron, but you got to hew down a tree every now and then too. You know. <laughs> and boy, that's do I live good, in a fucking forest. A good, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's real soft wood. <laughs> yeah, just a fucking birch forest. But <laughs> sometimes it's just grass. <laughs> yeah, but and and you know, honestly, swinging at the grass and just cutting down the trees sometimes dulls the blade. So it does eventually. it's not always ideal. But that's where and that's where, like, I don't know, my solo time. Even in my solo time, like I like to, I need to be listening to something. Generally, I don't like silence, and I guess that's probably the biggest thing. Mm. I don't want silence. Yeah, unless I'm reading. Uh huh. That might be a different yeah, thing, I'm, though. I don't know. But, I just yeah, I but... get way too lost in my head if it's silent. <laughs> like in a in a bad way, like in a in a way that you're it just like be. fuck. This is like unproductive. I'm just thinking about dumb shit and lost in circles or like a little scary like this is a little dark or where do you go it's definitely it never feels unproductive like 
I don't know. If I'm just alone and it's silent, like what am I possibly doing with my time that's that productive? Like I'm clearly <laughs> not doing much well, in general. I don't and, know. Sometimes you do need to take time. Like sometimes the most productive thing you can do is like reflect and look at like your life course, quote unquote. Yeah, but that's like that's all I'm doing in that time. Like I'm just thinking about stuff. Like I'm not just I'm not just out here like running through 80s uh, brewer stats. You know what I mean? Like it's not <laughs> that. Like because right. I can't help what like my brain just does like reflective things and thinks about conversations I've had and thinks about like I don't know how I could have handled this, what I could have done about that. Like I don't ever feel. I mean, I feel generally kind of scatterbrained, but I don't feel like I'm not. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm thinking about dumb, just pointless things. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not reflecting on what happened in Archer that we watched last night. Sometimes my but, I don't know. I catch myself. Not quite like that, but sometimes just like, I don't know, maybe it's like the engineering side of my brain is just like trying to optimize something or solve some problem that I just like snap myself out of. I'm like, John, what the fuck? That doesn't matter at all. Like, stop. But also, but also dude, um, a billion of the things that we like doing or that we like to think about don't fucking matter. Of course. Like, None of the things. None, None of, the of the things, things. really None matter. None of the things at all. Right. Like, we're not <laughs> enacting policy on, like, yeah, you know, like, whatever fucking I'm race relations. On, like, or, a philosophical yeah. concept I read or listened to a podcast about. Like, what the fuck is that for? Like, maybe it's something that alters my behavior. Like, the 5% chance that it is means that 95% of the time it's just pointless. <laughs> Like, yes. okay. <laughs> so well, sick. So regardless, I think I'm kind of wasting my time, even though it doesn't feel like it. I think we should uh, come back to this. I, I do think, yes, that like one of the most interesting things I think I've been realizing more and more to talk about is like the actual like, you know, real life stuff and like, what am I doing with my life and blah, blah, blah. Even though like it is really fun to just like talk about ideas no, but for like, sure, and I I love that. I love that. Yeah, but of and that's and that's where I think I'm so much happier talking to people because like you're engaging with another thought process, like you're potentially impacting someone's day, like like you're growing, you know. Mm. Versus like my own brain is my own brain; it's doing its thing; it's coming to conclusions that it's going to come to. Yeah, sometimes you got to give it space. But let's circle back. Where the fuck okay. were we? We're talking about... No oh, no. This is this is going to be a tough, unstructured show, folks. Sean <laughs> I, I don't know if he's going to include no, no, no. this piece that happened early. This is, but we both had nothing coming into this. This is a master plan. It's of course, drawing yes. it out. Thank you, Picasso. Continue your artwork. <laughs> who's the, who's um, the puppeteer? Uh in fucking Pinocchio. Whatever. Uh, I'm going to pass on that one. I don't... Yep. <laughs> I feel like we're going somewhere else important before this. And... At what point? Where were we? What were we talking about? Where do you think we were headed? Like, do you have anything other than I think I feel like we were going somewhere important? <laughs> it's going to pop into my head at any second, but it also <laughs> might not. So. <laughs> Absolutely incredible stuff. And it was it was oh, it related well, we to like, talking about, social as yeah okay. we were talking about like uh, social and needing time yourself and I don't yes. fucking know whatever 
I mean, we were talking about making friends. We were talking about all kinds of stuff. Like, like I don't know if we finished that- the, uh, f- the friend p- piece, but we, I was definitely asked you if, about where your brain goes when you're alone and if it goes to dark places. Oh, I mean, yeah, sometimes. Kind of just depends on where I'm at overall. <laughs> like, for sure, sometimes. Like, but that's just, that's just part of me. Like, my brain's not a happy place. No? Like, do you think, I don't think part that. of, part of seeking out the socials, then you don't have to deal with that? Or like, for then sure, that's not the primary, yeah. 100% way to hide from it. Yeah. For sure. No, sometimes it's like, sometimes mm-hmm. like, like if I gave my brain enough time by itself, it would just run through every cycle and make it into a, just like a bad situation that's going to stress me out. Oh shit! So if I know that that's not necessary, like fuck it, I'm just gonna go drink at the bar because that's something I enjoy, <laughs> and I could still let my brain work just in a different setting. Yeah, no, I yeah, that I mean that definitely makes sense. It's not something I'm very. It's just I... oh, your brain is I... the land of rainbows and gumdrops, Sean. <laughs> of course not. Well, this Follow this was me something to wanted... Candy Cane Lane. <laughs> This was one something I wanted to bring up. Now we've got like two whole things on the agenda about whether or not you think it's hard to to like be happy and enjoy life. But I am realizing that like my brain like my brain just doesn't do those things. Like it does not just like sit and stew about interactions or how I should have, you know, done better in this situation, like well, that's just, I mean, that's just such a difference in social expectations and wants, you know? I don't, yeah, I don't, I, think so. I would never describe you as a person, like, I don't see you as a people pleaser, as a person who wants to be liked. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously to a certain extent, but not. Well, everyone does, yeah. But, yeah, but to a certain extent, but not all like to the, the same. minimum. Yeah. 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 And I'd put you on the end of the spectrum closer to the minimum than you know even yeah wait you're a few standard deviations away from average mm. and as far as people pleasing goes i'm definitely a people pleaser like i'm closer i'm very much north of average probably on that yeah because i don't like i don't i don't like being the reason the source of someone's unhappiness or like <laughs> i don't know if i can make your day better i generally like to do that and maybe that's my most like libertarian side is that I just think it's <laughs> that's really on you. <laughs> as long and as like, I'm not being that, like unduly an asshole, like it's not my problem. I agree, but also like I have no idea what me being unreasonably kind or outgoing or friendly can do to improve your day. And I generally like to be the person who's willing who's going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Not not that I frequently succeed. It might even be rarely. But, you know, it's it's something that I, I fancy myself with. Mm-hmm. I like to imagine that one day I could I could become the, the person that makes people's days at least somewhat better just based on being around. Yeah, and that's I think that's a beautiful thing too. And like a a large part of me wishes I was better at that, but also clearly a larger part of me doesn't care that much. <laughs> yeah, fair. And that's and that's where like I spend my time being like, I wish I could just like let this go. Yeah. But like this this bothers me and like I might even mm. need to say something about it, you know? Like 
I might need to to make sure that I'm being well understood. I might, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird, it's like a trap in your own brain. You know, like people don't care as much as I do. Of course. So I know I shouldn't care. (laughs) And people likely aren't hanging on every single one of my words as much as I am. Mm -hmm. But also if they are, I can see how it would have gone this way. Or like, I know people are wildly sensitive in a way that I'm typically not. So I try to be sensitive to that. Like Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a, you've known this like logical, these same like thoughts and arguments you go through. Like I'm sure you've known this for years and years and years and it's still like, hasn't gone. It hasn't changed, you know? Like you're still yeah, very rooted. I have no idea how to change it in like a productive way, you know? Yeah. Or if you want to. I yeah. mean, I'm sure it'd and be also, like yeah. a little healthy to to be a little less, I guess, like distru- self-destructive in your yeah. alone time. But. And, and it definitely, and I know it'd be, there have 100% been times when I know it'd be healthy to just be like, I can't help you. As yeah. opposed to just yeah. like, I'm Worrying going to do anything it. I can to help you. Yeah. You know? But also, it's I'm sure it's something you really like about yourself in a different way. Yeah, that, absolutely. Yeah. It's a yeah, thing yeah. I appreciate. And I think people generally appreciate it, you know? Like, I don't think, I, I don't think it's yeah. a thing that people generally overlook. I have such a hard time keeping this in my mind, remembering that other people's brains and motivations are like so wildly different at all times Mm -hmm. like it's really hard for me to remember that like even Haley is constantly like being self-critical in a lot of similar ways to you are or like analyzing her interactions yeah when like I'm thinking such a different way like I don't know. Yeah, like I you've already like moved on past that seven, right. like a, a thousand miles ago. Oh, a thousand like, miles. Like that's so I'm far in, past the review. I'm it's crazy. Off, like deep <laughs> into a new philosophical idea or something, right? Just like on my own island. And I, I don't know. It feels like I come back like once in a while. I I remember that like other people that's are having the, a wildly that's different such the experience. Engineer in you, it's so funny. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like that is literally just an engineer. <laughs> yeah, and then you like, fuck uh, it. You fucking people can't help it. <laughs> well no yeah and uh, that's like like in my world like it it takes a big time and likely repetitive big time issue for me to like write somebody off and say like fuck you you know like I don't <laughs> I don't really burn too many bridges or I try not to because it's not something I'm interested in oh but. yeah neither do I well I definitely don't burn them. I mean, I definitely don't seek out fortifying or crossing the bridge all that much. But I think that's a lot of, of just my like introversion and being all right with not needing that. But I, I don't know. I do care a lot about my social interactions and yeah. about being nice to people. But I don't know. For some reason, it, it doesn't uh, end up with me being like analyzing myself for whether or not I've done well. Like part of me just like doesn't care. It just feels good that I'm, I do an all right job. <laughs> I'm out here. I'm out here to get my cuts in doing some reps. Like yeah. it'll be what it'll be. Right. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. I mean that, and that's fair. Like, but 
And that's where, like, in my head, it's like when you're talking about optimizing stupid shit, like, that is my optimizing stupid shit. Yeah. No. Like, how can I, how can I rephrase this next time? Yes. Like, and what do I have to, like, make sure to emphasize in our next conversation, such as there's no way that they could be confused about this in the last one, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's different, too, because... It's really, for you, it's not stupid shit in the way that it is for me. Like, I don't think there's really a an argument to be made. Or I guess, like, it's it's harder for you to convince yourself that it is stupid shit. Whereas for me, like, it's just obvious that figuring out, or, or just, like, mulling over some problem at work to infinity is just, like, stupid. Like, I just don't care about that. Yeah. And that's also where, like, another thing, like, my problems at work are problems with my family, you know? <laughs> They're, like, can yeah. be a problem with my right. family. You don't get away from it. Yeah, like, I don't work in a place where it's, like, I don't really spend time with these people. Like, it is what it is. Like, whatever. Like, it's it's a full-on situation, which is fine. Like, I, I, it's very much a thing I've chosen to be a part of, but it's something I'm definitely very conscious of, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you, so like with not necessarily enjoying or often, I don't know, often having like an averse internal experience with too much alone time, do you feel like you're constantly like trying to find are you looking for the escape to, to enjoy things or do you find it difficult to like create happiness or enjoyment in a moment? Like does the, like of, of aloneness. Does, <clears throat> yeah. Aloneness. Or I guess maybe you take that and just turn it into something social. Cause I don't find it difficult to enjoy social <laughs> things at all. No, you know? like I don't struggle with that. I, I, it's a thing where like I just enjoy, especially like, hanging out, having a mildly serious, like uh, having an intense conversation in a way that I'm not taking it intensely at all. And some of the, mm-hmm. like a lot of people around us aren't, but some people are like, that's that. <laughs> My favorite interaction is when people are taking <laughs> something I'm saying more seriously than I am. <laughs> and I just don't care. Yeah, and I'm willing no. to just let it fly. That's, that's a great way I, of phrasing it. Yeah. That's what I feel like, like my flame is its brightest, you know, because I I've, get... I have a whole photo album in my mind of Brett in this exact situation. Because <laughs> it's just like, like I get to do my whole, like, like my mischievous side gets to be on full display. Like, yeah. I get to be intellectual in my conversation, my arguments, and I'm making people uncomfortable with that because it's mm-hmm. generally more thoughtful. Like, it's a thing I don't even necessarily believe, but it's usually more thoughtful than the thing that they actually believe. And it makes them uncomfortable and that makes me even happier. But like at the end of the day, I'm just fucking around. We're just trying to like, yeah. I don't know, grow as people in this conversation. Are you in your own head? Even though head? that sounded – what's up? Like when you, when that's going on ever, do you feel like you, mm-hmm. you end up in your own head doing some of those like wondering no, if – No, no. Yeah, you're not. Not even a little like bit. ever. That's so I'm interesting. I'm so purely in the moment. Yeah. For – uh, do you That's, think like is that what you feel being having been around that like do you would you have ever thought I'm in my head in those moments? No, no, not at all. And 
it, it's really interesting to see because yes like when i can see you go from like even a little down or just like you know like clearly like itching for some social interaction or like you just need to do something and like all of a sudden we're at a point like you know you go to the bar or we we go somewhere and like boom now it's just like full engaged like yeah, it's like a flip yeah. switches. <laughs> and I and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why that is. And and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Like it's definitely I more often than not when I'm just like at the bar hanging out, I'm more thoughtful and in my head about things that are things that are being said, like how I'm being perceived, you sure. know. And I think I think right now it's just due to like being around new people. You know, mm-hmm. still trying to establish like I'm a good person. <laughs> but I'm a good person who likes to talk about controversial things and will say some things that are probably out of line for some uh, from time to time. And yeah, it's... Called it's, Waters. Well, it's just, it's just we live, we've lived in such a scary world, like, where that is just, you know, you can... <laughs> a lot of the time that you and I have been more engaged adults has been in a place and in times where you got to tread lightly. You know, yeah, like you have sure. to be fairly conscious of what's going on. And I'm and I'm so aware of that, that it's kind of dictated. I don't know, not dictated all my interactions, but it dictates a fair amount of things. And, mm-hmm. you know, because I think perceptions at such a crazy place right now. And I don't think a lot of people are put are approaching others with good faith. Just that, you know, they're probably a good person. They're just like on one right now or like you know maybe maybe they're thinking about something in a way that i'm not like i don't think that's an approach many people give Mm. have you been seeing that from the people in denver so far i guess it's all just you know one group so it's probably mostly people who think the same it's like kind of sounded like you know they weren't too quick to dismiss ideas or be offended by someone saying the wrong thing so i don't think i've gotten far enough in like i haven't been around and this is where like i usually like to observe a conversation before i go into one like yeah before i like to be around people yeah i like to be around before i'm part of the center of attention you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because then i get you can get a feel for where everybody's at and that i think is important but I don't think I've been around enough serious scenarios because, I mean, ha- well, shit, half the people there are workers there yeah, or are different. working or right. are there all the time. So you're in a public place too. Yeah. And that's always something to take into consideration. But I don't know. It's I haven't gotten the vibe that they're going to try and murder me if I say the wrong thing or cancel me, you know, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you can do know, that yeah. in real life. No, like, I don't think you canceling can someone in person. You can only just say like, "I don't like hanging out with you anymore," and that's yeah. it. That's being canceled in real life. It's <laughs> like, like Ooh, look, <laughs> I'm taking my toys and going home. Exactly, like that is being canceled in real life. But oh goodness! But then also, I don't know, like, like the things I say and the and the person I am like reflects, and this is something I've always been conscious of, like reflects on my family, the businesses I work for, like. You know, mm-hmm. Sam, like the yeah. the things, how I interact with people and how I behave reflects on those around me. So it's something, it's another thing to take into consideration. 
it's another th- reason why I want to equip myself well. Mm. Like, <laughs> and those are all things that I consider. Like, I'm a very as old school as it is. Like, I'm a very big believer in like your last name is what you got, and you need to treat <laughs> it with respect. And like, I don't know. It's a it's a serious thing to me. You know what people think of my name. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's pretty wildly different. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, no, no matter. Yeah, no matter. Indeed, it's kind of funny that like I don't know. It's weird that you and you and I are so very different, but also so very similar, and it just works very well. I don't really, I don't fully understand it. Yeah, but I haven't also really. I don't know. I don't, think, I don't really care. Yeah. No, I don't think we have really ever reflected. I mean, obviously this. The psychoanalysis that I so dearly love to do is only so useful and mostly just nonsense, but almost certainly, yeah. And I, yeah. I many would argue, Who cares? Pretty pointless. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I I fancy myself to be rather astute with the of uh, personality in a pseudoscience, in a pseudoscience <laughs> that I have fabricated within my own reality. Yeah, that fits within your framework. <laughs> yes. How can you ever be wrong when you're the one setting the rules? Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 interesting. But you don't have those you don't have those thoughts, you don't have those feelings. No, basically never. I mean I I definitely do I do think a decent amount about... I think a decent amount. Glad to hear it. (laughs) Yeah, we can stop that sentence there. (laughs) About how I'm interacting, especially mostly with Haley and with definitely with my family and with... But mostly just about the very close group of people around me. And Do you ever think about how you and I are interacting? Yeah, less so. Like you said, I think it's similar. Like I just don't. I feel uh, the same worry way. about like, it much. Yeah, I, it's it's such like, a thing. With like, there's only there's only a few things I'm ever like. I need to make sure. Like, I yeah, there's there there's yeah, there's almost nothing that I feel I need to make sure that like I'm portraying myself adequately mm. in this conversation or something like right. that. Almost never happens. And it just feels so natural to me. And even when I want to approach a topic that I know is like newer for us or maybe could be taken as slightly, you know, offensive or I don't know, just like something, you know, it's like, Sean, why the fuck how would you say that the to list me? Of thi- like, what, how yeah, many, no, how it's long not. is the list of things that like could be taken offensively between the two of us? No, definitely not. It's just like the new, the new, like, yeah, like, um, Asking about, do you think you drink too much? Or, oh yeah, that doesn't bother me at all. You know that, right? No, I know it doesn't bother you at all. But it's just, I think there's a couple of things that we just like. If we haven't really breached it in depth before, then you know, that's so that's so interesting because like, like I I would love to be able to compare our lists, you know. Like the list of the, of things that you think like might be touchy for me versus the list of things that I think might be touchy for you. All right. And do you have 
some ideas off the Dude, top of I only head. have one person. I only have one thing. Like the only thing I ever am like conscious of is like talking about Haley with you. Huh. Okay. Because hmm. that's the only like thing what, I ever think like I, I could say something offensive to you. And that's the only thing that like I want to be careful with. Because other than that, like I don't fucking care. Like why <laughs> I don't think you're gonna be offended like if I said something that like you relate to your family or whatever. Like I like you're fine. You'll be fine. But like, yeah, this yes. is a person that you've selected to spend the rest of your life with. So it's a person I feel like I should be somewhat sensitive with. Hmm. Interesting. Man, I don't know how we haven't we haven't ever gone too deep into things that I don't know how sensitive you are about it. So I don't. No, that's versus fair. many other versus many other topics. I'm well aware of how sensitive you are, hmm. which is not often very. <clears throat> yeah, that's. Okay, that's interesting. That's like that. As as far as things I can think of, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I want. I don't know. And this is folks where we get into the fun one where Sean's got like a plethora. (laughs) No, a plethora of things where my little snowflake ass is gonna melt. (laughs) It's not about. It's just about. um, I guess it's about not knowing exactly how. Like I usually know exactly how the conversation is going to play out or could play out. Like I have a very good understanding of the different paths. Outcomes. Something we could go, could go on. And sometimes I'm surprised, but I guess it's just like, you know, we don't talk. I don't think we've ever really talked about like sex in depth. Not that we ever really feel like (laughs) we want to. No, that's, like, that's the other thing. I have, yeah, that's true. But I have like, I, no desi- like, what do we like, not I can't come oh. up with a question for you that would interest me in that realm, really. But like, <laughs> and it's I don't just know. Like, I don't like we're we're too involved in each other's lives, and we have like serious significant others that like I don't really, you know, that's not something that I need to get into. No, there it is. Because it's just sensitive like, about I, it. No, no, it's not even that. It's just like, it just doesn't interest me. I'm not saying that I wouldn't have the guy. I'll have the guy. Sean, if you want to hear about me throwing down, that's fine. But <laughs> No, and I, I, and I, yeah, I feel the same way. It's just like, what is there to say, really? And yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. There's a. Uh... <laughs> like, what are we going to do? Like, trade tips and tricks? Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's hilarious and like like because the only the only reason like men talk about i lost you for a bit god damn it hello again yep sorry that's all right sorry you're on I, uh, I lost you yeah. the only reason men talk about <laughs> The only reason men talk about sex is to brag. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, no, like, no, we ne- I've never been around a productive conversation about sex. Mm. That's not like, oh, I fucking smashed last night. Like, okay, no one fucking cares. Oh, for sure. I sure as hell don't. I think in high school or, you know, whenever guys are like first exploring sex, I think it's, it's useful to, for the group to just like have guys be joking about sex. Just because it's like kind of gets everyone on the same page and just it is like the first time you're getting some of that information. But yeah, after that point, it's just like, no, uh, like I'll, I'll, tell a story. I'll tell a story about this week. <laughs> I was at, 
I was working in not not at the business with my cousins, but the the tent manufacturer. And yeah, we were all talking about like our Fourth of July weekend, like this, this, and this. And I mean, they're all they're between like thirty and thirty five, and then my uncle and the oldest guy, thirty five, goes, yeah, like how sad are we? Like all of us talked about our weekends, not a single one of us got laid. And I was like, like one, I definitely didn't say that. And this is what I said. I said, I didn't say that. I just didn't say anything because when you guys talk about your sex lives, I get embarrassed for how old you are. Ooh, you fucking got him. Good. Yeah. He has roasted him. Oh my goodness. Embarrassed. It's true, dude. It's so fucking sad. Yeah. Like hearing these guys talk about their sex lives, it's like, oh, Jesus, man. Wow. This is tough. There's there's not pretty horizons. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that we're sailing towards yeah if i had anything related to sex to talk about with you i'm sure it would be like first it would be a problem with my relationship with Haley or something like that like there's yeah. no way i'd be like man we're just not having good sex right now or like, yeah, like i really we, need like, some ideas I, like, here in the bed three times last night like what are we talking about yeah <laughs> Like that's just no. that's not something that interests me, and I don't think it interests you. It's just like, and there's nothing, there's nowhere to go from there either. Like it's yeah. just like, okay, cool, good job, and yeah. moving on. Yeah, it's like I don't know, like I'm digging, like what are we gonna talk about? Like your kinks? I'm not like <laughs> sick, dude. Ride that swing, have fun. I don't know. That's probably one you just like blog about or get published in some progressive journal. Yeah, so that's just it was just one roast them too. Also, it's just true, but it was, true. It, was, it was a very funny interaction. Yeah, I guess I don't have but, a list. I don't think I have a list of. <laughs> you could definitely say anything about Haley because I'm. I'm. Like, yeah, it's it's very not important like, I'm not even saying like it's not me saying I'm going to say something like offensive about Haley. I'm yeah. gonna, like like it's me like considering questions I've got like about your guys' relationship, like things like, I don't know. It's no, just things didn't. that we haven't really broached before. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was And saying. I know it's fine. I know it's fine. I know it's fine. But also, we both know it's fine, but it's a little, there's a little hesitation. There's a little uncertainty. It, it's an understandably touchy thing. Yeah. You know, like, like okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John doesn't love his girl, his fiance enough to be offended by potential questions about her. No, what see, a guy. The thing is, what's like important to me is that, like, we make fun of all the time, you know, people who get like very sensitive or emotional about some idea because, you know, fundamentally, like, you know, they're insecure about why they feel that way and because they haven't thought through their ideas. And for oh, me, it's very I don't, important. Well, okay, that's that's fair. Yeah, but for me, I'm it's like very like, important I, that I know who like, Haley is. Like, I know, like, I'm you couldn't say going something. Semi sensitive and emotional about my girlfriend that i live with that i love like i'm of course going to be emotional about her or sensitive like if you yes. were to say something disrespectful like i thought <laughs> like i'd have that big a problem but we'd have like i'd say like what the fuck mm-hmm. oh, like, that'd be that's what i'm saying like like there's that's where like i think that's reasonable like that's that's something that's totally fine to be sensitive about oh like yes. and not that yes. not, I'm not that saying it's, it's just, not yes yeah like that, I think is completely within bounds. Yeah, well, maybe I'll uh, rile up a little here. <laughs> and that's the next thing. Like, I don't know. I don't even know if I'd take you seriously. 
Well, that's the thing. Either I'd be like, like, yes, like either you'd be right or you'd be wrong about it. And like, sure, there's a chance I've misjudged the situation, but I, you know, really feel like I have a good understanding of who I am and who he is and how our relationship works. Yeah, and so, I, like, I felt the same way until you can't fucking answer a simple question, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> when it no. all revolves around, Sean. Oh, there you go. Maybe I am just a fraud. And just that's the other situation. Spot. And this is where I'm coming from, like, the other side where it's like, what fucking difference does it make to me? Like, it's not my life. <laughs> like, huh. if Sean feels he's been thoughtful about this or, like, has yeah, asked yeah. all the questions he needs to himself, like, sick, that's good enough. Yeah. No, that's definitely good enough. Well, if you have any questions to ask, you can always feel free. I don't know. I, and that, and the other, and the flip side of that coin is, I don't know what my, what's my responsibility. Is it my responsibility? Do I have a responsibility as one of Sean's best friends to ask these questions, to engage him in these ways? You know. Yeah, I think that's a very interesting question to try to. Because I kind of, I generally feel like I do. But it's tough to it's tough to decide what wins out there. My it's his life; he's doing his thing, and <laughs> I feel like I have a responsibility to Sean. Hell yeah! You're in conflict. Your your core welcome, fundamental welcome my philosophies alone, Sean. are in conflict. Like they're the two things you find most important are family yep. and caring about family, and also letting people live their lives. And all yeah. of a sudden, we have an intersection. Yeah, we're at an impasse. And I don't know. It's a it's a thing I've it's a thing I've reflected on uh, semi frequently. Not yeah. like more, not like even once a week. But you know, mm-hmm. when I think about Sean, usually like I go through a list of things I'm considering, and that's usually on it somewhere. Like, what do I? What do? I, what am I obligated to do with Sean? What questions should I be asking? Like, how involved should I actually be in this? I don't fucking know. But it's a. Of course, you don't know. Yeah, when there's no like, there's no right answer. I think it's yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it is just good. Uh, first step is obviously thinking about it. I think there is. I think we're both at the same point where it's like there is an obligation or a a, a responsibility to check sure. in about real things, and there's also a, an immense trust, like you said, that yeah. you trust the other that. You know, they've got it covered. They think about these things. For sure. Like, I don't think... I've never known you to be a, a rash man. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't Just think you've ever known me to be rash in this regard either. Yeah. Nah. Perhaps I'm... rash in a, like, cut it off, end it way, but not in a, like, dive in over my head way. Mm-hmm. I think part of the trust is trusting and realizing that like we're best friends for a reason and we love each other for a reason and part of that reason is that we know the other one's gonna point things out to us and ask us the questions like just to check in and like we both appreciate that so yeah Yeah, i mean that's that's definitely where that part comes in you and i generally haven't had like specific topics to do that with like we usually do that like broad life things Versus, like, pointed questions are generally not something we're doing. You know? No, definitely. that makes sense. I think part of it is we sort of just leave the opportunity open and, like, give the other person some room where, you know, to be comfortable, like, 
going somewhere that they want to go or like ask, you know, bringing something up that they feel like they need a little clarity on. And it's always easy to say like, yeah, like, you know, I don't ever like, you know, I'm down to talk about this or whatever, whatever, but I don't know. It's, it's tough. Sometimes it's hard. It's hard to be comfortable with someone that you care that much about uh, Mm -hmm. having some of those conversations. Yeah. And I guess this is what I was saying before where like me knowing like, Hey, maybe I should just sort of veer towards this topic with Brett and I don't want to ask a question that's too pointed because like, Hey, quite frankly, I just won't have like a follow up. It's not like I'm going to be like, Hey Brett, you know, I see this problem in your life. (laughs) Like, and I also not going to ask you some of that. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to check in on this and see how you're feeling. Yeah. Like where you at? Yeah. And that's where it's just, I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just get close to the topic and, See if there's anything there. See if the other person's wants to say anything about it or has been thinking about it. And if not, great, move on. And if so, hopefully now you're going somewhere that you no, both need to go. if not, it's not great. If not, I'm more concerned <laughs> when it comes to a serious thing. If it's hmm. if you and I are having a serious conversation and like if we're actually talking real talk, this is a big thing. and either of us have not thought about the thing the other oh, one is okay. posing that's yes. a problem that's a problem that concerns but if it's me. like you know hey sean i you know i don't know if we approach something that i feel like there's you know there's nothing there <clears throat> there's no there's no problem i'm totally confident about it then it's like all right now we're moving on but yeah i you're right i think i think we have a pretty good understanding of it yeah, we have a, we I I generally agree, but I don't know. Sometimes and it's not I don't know. There there are so few things I'm uncomfortable with you that like when I've got a thought in my head that like I'm not sure how to approach with you, that's when it's it's so weird that it makes it even more uncomfortable, you know? It's a mm-hmm. foreign it's such a foreign concept that it's even harder to wrap my mind around. <laughs> yeah. Then it gets like yeah, then it starts getting built up in your head. It's like too, yeah. Well, because then it's just like, like I don't know, like why is this something What's I'm going with? Why have we not talked about yeah. this? Like, I don't know. It just it gets into a weird spot. Do you think we should check in on some of those or like look for more of those topics? More like, often what are we gonna like? How are we I supposed don't know. to plan that? You know, that's the problem. Is I'm like having a hard time imagining it, but I'm also. I'm, what I'm less having a hard time imagining is as men get older, having, I feel like they start talking a little bit more about more real things in the way that, like, yeah, we're know, the stereotypes yes, is that, we're like, certainly stuck in our gender stereotypes, Sean. <laughs> yeah. That's, where, that's where stereotypes. you and I are at. That's right. where you and I are at at this point in our lives. <laughs> yeah. We really, I strive to just, embody the stereotype yeah you and i haven't grown out of anything certainly not a stereotype for our demographics (laughs) yeah incredible (laughs) let's apply the stereotypes to ourselves (laughs) i'm sure they'll fit amen they always do the glove fits (laughs) but i don't know and that's i guess that's where i'm at like i just don't have many uncomfortable topics with you no, it's, it's wonderful. That's one of the reasons I enjoy it so much. But when you do feel like you found one, it's so strange. 
yeah i guess maybe the the important takeaway is are there any conversations we should be having having more often that we think would perhaps be helpful but we don't necessarily realize or like anything we again like how what's what's the what's the approach here what's the plan (laughs) like that's that's all well and good to consider but what does that even mean like what does that look like in practice forming a habit of asking each other about how our relationships are going or our romantic relationship is going perhaps like you know we don't ask each other about that even once but the a concept month. that it's that like that's always going to be the issue or the problem again we've talked about, like those things aren't interesting generally generally yeah i don't know but maybe so, so you you would like to plan an uninteresting conversation no. once a month hell no <laughs> i guess my point <laughs> maybe we don't realize that it is helpful until we have it i don't know I'm just, I'm just grasping at straws here to I see know, if there's I'm anything just there. Shit, generally, but and yeah, there's probably not anything there. I think we're doing a fucking excellent job. Yeah, that's where, and and that's where, like, I don't even half these questions or half the things that, like, I'd like to, that like, I don't even know if I'd like to talk to you about that I've considered talking to you about have never been significant until like you and Haley got engaged. You know, because that's a mm-hmm. significant step. So now the more significant things I feel I should I should be asking or I need to or I need to be considering. Yeah. You know, I need to think about these things if Sean's not going to. Well, wait a second. <laughs> I mean the literal the fucking fact that you asked you know, why do you love Haley enough to marry her? What's special about her that you're gonna marry her? Like oh, the question a, was why is she why is she different than any other girl, Sean? Okay, well, we oh, wow, between the lines. and like to me, that's just like so far beyond the stereotype. Like, you know, such a great question and to ask your best friend and to check in on, and just like to me, it's just like, yeah, no shit. Like we're doing well. Like that we can have that conversation. When we're only fucking 24 years old. Yeah. And that like someone's there to ask that. Like most people, I'm pretty sure, just like barely even think about that for themselves. And then they go off and get married. Let alone talk to people about it. And that's where I was like, I don't know. Like, like in my, again, this is, this is like in the way I'm, the way I'm most conscious of being respectful to you. I don't ever really think about it unless I'm saying like feeling like I'd be insulting your thought process or things you'd considered or things you hadn't, you know, by, by assuming you haven't considered something, I, that's such an insulting approach to things mm, Yeah, that it makes me try that. I try and be sensitive to that because I know that I'm generally sensitive to that. I understand. I'm definitely less sensitive to that. I'll just be like, uh, Brett asked a dumb question if you're wrong. Well, Sean, but, again, like we talked about this last time you were here. Like I just love walking you down the path to righteousness, <laughs> to being correct. <laughs> And it makes me happy that you get there most of the time. And I appreciate that I have someone so much smarter than me in my life to point me on the it's path. It's important. It's really important to have. It's really important yeah. to have. I'm blessed. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? I'm still searching for mine, but I'm sure I'll get there one day. I do hope that you can have this <laughs> feeling that I have. 
yeah, that, that kind of immense gratitude. I would love to. Yeah. I would love to know. Oh, know? I would. Perhaps. I would love to be think, familiar with it. I think that's the overwhelming emotion. It's just like pure <laughs> awe. Yeah. Wonder. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Wonder. Wonder is a really good one. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. I. I don't know. I don't know. And then that's the other side. It's like I don't, I'm so full of shit all the time that when I'm being serious, it's it's almost foreign. <laughs> I don't, that's not true. You're a very serious person. Just, <laughs> I'm a very thoughtful person. You're a very I'm thoughtful person. I'm just never person. expressing that, usually. Yeah, but you're... Because you, you really care, though. I don't know. I think that's where yeah. the seriousness comes in. It's like... There's something genuine there. Basically, all the time. Even when it's... You genuinely care about being obnoxious or just crazier <laughs> saying yeah. something to provoke people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, you might be giving me a little more generous reading than I deserve, <laughs> but I appreciate it. Yeah. So I don't know. I think, yeah, I guess the state of the state of our friendship is generally very positive. Yeah. <clears throat> definitely. And of course there are things to be improving upon and things to be considering, but we're doing that currently. So I don't, I don't, it's a, it's a weird thing too. also like auditing a friendship. <laughs> it's it's a very weird thing. It's, I think it, it's the weirdest thing when you'd actually try to like give it a score or like nail it down. Exactly. I think just like, I don't know, we're, we're doing a pretty good job of just talking about it more abstractly and just at least bringing our minds to the the point and letting ourselves mull it over. Yeah. Yeah, no I agree. I don't I don't know. It's 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 fascinating. It's very fascinating. We should I don't know. There's there's one conversation we should probably have though at some point in time. We should probably have a more a legitimate more in-depth conversation about our relationships. Okay. Uh, any like specific parts of them or like I don't know I don't know just like just a deeper kind of interesting thing like I, I don't know do do we not have questions no I think it would like, I agree I agree <laughs> it, I think it would be a very interesting conversation and yeah when we haven't had that much I guess I was just wondering if, like any particular like it's definitely a very broad so i don't know i like i don't know what i'd ask i guess i'm saying so (laughs) again it's like i'm i can definitely come up with questions or like things that would be interesting this is this is a really fun part because like this is a place this is a world that you're not in frequently i'm just struggling over here like so whenever you hear foreign for your brain (laughs) starting three different sentences Just completely floundering, just cannot get to a period. Yeah, you know that. You know we've got a problem. That's yeah. It's the the yeah. It's just delightful uh, talking relationships and emotional things with you because well, it's let's fucking like, put it on the calendar. It's something something you care a lot about and you're interested in, but it's just not your nature. No, I don't spend much time thinking about how to explain it to someone else or like. 
I don't think about it externally. Out. Like, it's all internal like, for me. I care? Like, this is my problem. <laughs> yeah. And it just like, yes, it's all internal for me. And it's all. I don't know. You don't like the plus, stuff I just, consider maybe, I don't know how to talk about maybe myself. Maybe someone in my life cares about me. No, no. That's, <laughs> hell no. Well, you're the only that'd one that asks, so. <laughs> that's weird. That's not true. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like, it's the, it's the same difference between, I think, like asking a generic, you know, like a generic question where it's like the other person can take it and run with it or just, you know, say, oh, things are good. Right. Like if someone asks, you know, how are you and Haley doing? I can just be like, oh, we're doing great and move on. Or I can go into a 10 minute ramble about, you know, in-depth things. Can and you? Can you? No, can I can't. you just immediately no. switch to a 10 minute? Yeah. Bullshit. Absolutely not. That was, you know, just exaggeration for a fact. Other people can do it. I was pretending I'm one of those people. But when when it's more like a specific conversation, then it's it's a different thing. It helps me for sure. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and I and I, yeah, it's definitely. I think that's a it's an important thing because people are gonna put things in your mind that you hadn't considered that you know it's worth examining generally. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Well, it's well, book it. Not don't actually schedule a time. We'll just one of these times. I'll uh, I'll just have to take the conversation there. Yeah, and it's and it's interesting too because it's like I don't know, trying to examine someone else's relationship is such a hard thing because like putting yourself in that person's shoes when you're obviously two different people with two very with two very different like expectations or hopes or things you get from interactions. You know, it's uh-huh. that's what I find to be such a a tricky piece. Yeah, I think it's mostly unless something's listening. like blatantly bad. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like unless someone's clearly treating that person like shit, it's hard to be putting yourself in their shoes and like something that doesn't that seems weird to me doesn't seem weird to you something that seems weird to you is fine by me like it's mm-hmm. it's not like an abusive situation it's just like a eh, interesting yeah we don't have a lot of conversations where we're both not giving our opinions on an idea where we're both basically just listening to the other person and asking the other person questions and that's definitely one of those conversations where we're primarily just letting the other person share and sharing our own experience. And yeah, because then... I mean, like, there's no. This isn't a situation where both of us can have an opinion, really. Yeah, like no. I can have thoughts on a situation, but you're the one in the situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's not. It's not the two of us debating the best way to like cut off climate change. Like, that's not what we're talking about here. No. It's not like there aren't facts and data to be presented. There's just like thoughts and feeling and emotion, and that's just weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. That's just and we're definitely, it's one of those where we're like probably the number one topic where we're not going to impose ourselves on the other person or tell the other person what they should be doing or that they're doing something wrong. Like that's probably I mean, the yeah, last place. We definitely can't tell each other we're wrong, like based <laughs> on how, like, like how we enjoy another yeah. person. I don't think you're doing your relationship right with Sam. Yeah. Um, yeah like, Okay. <laughs> Have you considered having Sunday check-ins to talk about your feelings? Does it really help you guys? I think you're struggling right now. I pray to God you do Sunday check-ins. I pray <laughs> that that's a thing. 
if that if that's Sad. real, no, I would, sorry that would make me so happy. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> you bring a fucking notebook. <laughs> that would be incredible. Here's what we can do better next week. Yeah, this is where I'm at, and this is Tell why each you're doing I love you more. <laughs> hey, that might that might work for one of you. It would definitely work. That would be a wonderful suggestion to me. <laughs> <laughs> that would go a long way, but eh, gotta keep them humble. Yeah, you too with your. That <laughs> hate for him to get too happy with this relationship. Yeah, right. <laughs> Reasonable expectations. Amen. Keep the bar low so you can generally surpass it. Yeah. Tell them six inch, so when it's half a foot, they impressed. Exactly. This is I. I'm looking at my phone because I'm switching on and off the uh, microphone while I eat. And <laughs> yeah. the Wall Street Journal I just got. This is their the snippet uh, of the article. One hundred eighty thousand dollars of student loan debt, and two years later, still making less than thirty grand. The elite master's degrees that don't pay off. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> okay. Like, if that's the situation, you're the dumbest person alive. You yes, that is. A no-brainer. You can plan for that. This isn't surprising. Seriously, and like, like you know, you just you absolutely do not deserve help from anyone else because you're an idiot. Well, yes, right. It's just it's very poor planning on your part. This was your choice, one hundred percent personal autonomy on this one. No, if someone chooses to help you, that's fine. But I do not. I am not mm. responsible for paying off your student debt because you're a fucking moron. And you got a very expensive degree within which you make no money. Like, that is just a not me problem. Definitely. And how many people is that the case for? I would love to see the the numbers on that. I don't know. This This one's a little trickier, I think. Okay, the whole... The whole, like, going into college... I don't know if I give you full personal autonomy or understanding... Sure, signing up for a college at 17. College, when you're talking about a master's degree. Yes. When you're talking about a master's degree, I I don't know who else we're going to put that one on but you. And if you're deciding to go to a college that's $80,000 a year, then you don't have enough you don't have people in your life that love you if you're coming out with a social work degree. You don't. You don't. Which you do is not again, have people like, in your life that care about you. Maybe that's probably not your fault though. Oh no, I agree. But okay. Like you're still making a very dumb decision. And I agree that you probably haven't been thoughtful as thoughtful as you should be, or you know, like that's not a hundred percent fair. Mm. But at at eighteen, I was thinking about this, Sean. I, I don't forget I've yes. not forgotten what it was like to be eighteen fully yet. No, I mean they definitely even in high school, at least at my high school, people, the teachers were making it you know, very obvious that you should be thinking about how much money your degree is going to make you. Yeah. I think that's, uh, yes, it is good. Do you think that's that far out of the norm for people that are going to college? No. Clearly. Clearly. I think that one's like a 95% for sure. It's at least, and I'm not saying that the 95% have considered it, but it's a thing where 95% of people have been made aware or yes, been told this is aware. something you should consider for sure. I don't think they can really consider it deeply, and I I definitely could not have a concept. I, don't, of what, I doubt you're fully aware of the ramifications. Yes, or but what also, life's going to be. When I was seventeen, making like 
I don't know, five grand a year on a job. <laughs> like yeah. that I'd mostly work in the summer and sometimes pick up a shift in the not in the school year. Like yeah. when I saw a number like fifty grand, that was fucking crazy. Yes. And I was fully aware, like, I'm, I'm okay to go to med school. Because, like, if I go to med school, I'm going to become a doctor. If I can become a doctor, I can pay that off. Like, that mm-hmm. was the pro- That was always the situation for me. Yes. And I and had a way bigger thinking... respect for money then than I do now. Yeah. <laughs> you're definitely not thinking about how you're going to feel when you're 22 or 26 and Yeah, you're not graduating. thinking about, well, I'm going to come out, out of this making 40 grand and... <laughs> You know, right. not being able and, to pay my know, bills if, fully. If your plan is to go to med school, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're not thinking about, like, hey, maybe I'll realize I have other priorities in my life. And I've locked myself into, you know, 12, 20 years because I need to go to school and then need to make enough money to pay it off. But totally. Yes. Fair. Yeah, totally fair. But yes. But by the time you're, you know, 21... Like you're definitely fucking thinking about that, and you you have time to switch. It's gonna hurt, but you have time to make a change. And by the time you're going back to a master's program, like yes. if you haven't considered that, it's gonna cost you 180 grand. And when you come out the other side, you're making 30. That's awesome. I'm I don't glad know how you're a good you, person, but you're a fucking idiot. I don't know how we can pretend someone has a master's degree and is upset. About like this, like if you have a master's degree and cannot understand this, like where are we? Like yeah, what does a master's a society, degree mean anymore? We failed like, you. We your degree failed is you. meaningless. Like if you can get a master's degree and not understand how much debt you're taking on and how much your salary is going to be, yeah, I, then, like, then you were led astray and yes. you're an idiot. Well, no, you're just an idiot because, or like master's degree clearly means nothing. And clearly, like, whoever's writing this article is just a fucking scammer. So, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to peruse it real quick. But, my goodness, like, I just... I mean, the student loan crisis, yes, college is, is wildly inflated. Yes. Uh, and why do you think that is? Because people, you just fucking give federal money away. It's fucking dumb. Wow. We don't all have a basic understanding of economics. Yes, the, the, the key point being basic is the frustrating thing. Trivially basic, yes. Yes, like conceptually obvious. But oh well, what, yes. Uh, as, as my father's uh, engineering, one of his engineering classes, his professor described something as blatantly obvious to the most casual observer. <laughs> and that's how I feel. That is how I feel. This, I hold this truth to be self-evident. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my God. This is <laughs> this article killing me. Uh, the title is "Financially Hobbled for Life." Is the quote the elite master's degrees that don't pay off? Well, Columbia and other top universities push master's programs that fail to generate enough income for graduates to keep up with the six-figure loans. No fucking shit. Does this? Does anyone question that maybe that means they're not a top university? If you can't yeah, give me a degree seriously. that makes me enough money to pay my fucking loan off, I'd say that makes you a pretty shit university. That's your job. It's just this picture of this like white hipster looking boy 
Yeah. Zach Morrison, a 29-year-old filmmaker and Columbia University <laughs> MFA film graduate, worries about how we, he will pay off his school loan balance of $300,000. As he works at a, as a barista part-time. Legitimately. Like, Legit. Uh, dot, as he dot, works dot. as a barista and peddles his film script to who literally whatever yes. homeless person will read yes. it. While <laughs> living in Boise, Idaho. Like... Buddy. Oh my god. Recent film program graduates of Columbia University who took out federal student loans had a medium debt of 181000 That is so much. Yet two years after earning their master's degrees, half of the bar uh, half of the borrowers were making less than thirty grand a year. So they're just <laughs> impoverished, basically. That's like I don't know. You know what? They're chasing a dream. They're investing in their futures. That's so much. We shouldn't. We should feel good about that. Oh, man. Well, it's I don't the know. eighth wealthiest private school with an $11.3 billion endowment. <laughs> and a 99% graduation rate. Like, hmm. yeah. I don't and think you're rigorous necessarily. A year. Oh I don't think uh, there's any rigor here. This is, it's just, I mean, I, I don't, I talk about a time when I'm just stifled. I have no words because this is so painfully dumb. Then that we find the, Columbia, the narrative such to student, like, victim. Lured by the aura of degrees from top flight institutions, many master's students at universities across the U.S. took on debt beyond what their pay would support. The journal analysis of federal data on borrowers found. The journal analysis of what... What moron with glasses did you pay to analyze this? <laughs> what are we talking about? That's the It's the most obvious statement in the world, and it's been a thing for like 30 years. No one's been confused about this. Like, ever. No. But <laughs> we can write a new article every month, pretending we've just discovered it. This is, believe it or not, these are the programs from Columbia where students graduated with this problem. Here we go. Uh, this history, social work, this. and architecture. Wait, architecture? Yikes! Well, I was I, ready I for like, like I mean, women's studies. I would imagine. I would imagine architecture kids can do generally well, can do just fine on an undergraduate degree, and like just building buildings that aren't some. Like, I guarantee the masters in architecture at Columbia is like how to build like space age buildings and like an out and like yeah. you know out of world design. Like, right. it's not. It's not what you need to put up a fucking skyscraper, you know? No. Yeah. It's probably just... Because those kids are making excess. money. Unbelievable. Ugh. Columbia University president said the education department data in the journal analysis can't fully assess salary prospects because it only covers earnings and loan repayments two years after graduation. Dude, fuck you. I mean, it's like... Fuck you. For, a, like, a film student, let's take, right? Like, I mean, the salary trajectory is, like, you make nothing, and then, like, you have a small percent chance of making a shit ton of money, and you have yeah, a high percent chance of switching careers. Tens of millions. Yes. That, right. that's, those are the projections. Yes. It's called taking a gamble. Yeah, yeah it's you're gambling dumb. more than I ever have or will, and I yes. like gambling. <laughs> 
I don't know. I wouldn't mind if they cancel a little student debt. I'm very much enjoying the fact that they just like randomly decided that it was going to be beneficial to people to delay paying student loans for a year and a half. Like, <laughs> just like, I don't know how they ran those numbers, but sure. I won't make my payments then. No, I'm not canceling student debt. I'm not interested. I'm not bailing out people who made terrible life choices. <laughs> not interested. Like that, well, that has so little appeal to me. I'm such a big accountability person that that is are, so far off the table for me. Because you people hands. are fucking morons. Apparently the president can just sign a piece of paper and yeah. just... <laughs> Go fuck like, yourself, dude. Like he literally can sign a t- trillions of dollars as a check. Like you can just write a lot of yeah. zeros. Yeah. I actually... And that actually brings me to something I was thoughtful about today. Which was... I'm going to start saying in conversations when we're having a political conversation to drive home the I need small government. We all need small government. No one would fucking care about politics if it wasn't very important who holds the power. If they didn't have power, no one would fucking care. And that sounds like a better place because why wouldn't you want it? Like no one wants to be as stressed about politics or take politics as seriously as they do. And if the people in those political positions didn't have as much power, no one would be that stressed about it. Yes. I think a lot of people... So let's take the fucking power away from them. I think a lot of people enjoy politics as a form of entertainment. And I think that just is... Just a bunch of sadists? Yes. Well, not sadists, but like just like... Just like you like trash TV or like whatever. Like a lot of people get a lot of entertainment out of like feeling like it's... Like, there's some stakes in it, right? Like, it makes it that much yeah, more high. There, there are stakes in it. And people yeah. are emotionally attached to it. And they wouldn't be if those people couldn't fuck up people's lives. Yes. Well, here you go. You're a big decentralization guy. Get on that Bitcoin oh, bandwagon. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. yeah. No, sure. I Yes. Yes. Shout out no. to Shatosi or whatever the fuck his name was. Oh, he's like or the only name. cool. Or their name. Or their name. Is... He's the only Satoshi he's Nakamoto the only is the only cool person. Yes, all the rest of them yeah. are just fucking morons and like also. I mean, the white paper just solving everyone's problems. That's like that's that's the fucking dopest mic drop that's ever happened. Oh yeah, the, the, the star is like. So I've been thinking about this problem, and then just has brilliant ideas. No, is so pure every problem. Also, it's so funny that. So many people, like big time Bitcoin people that know that are much, much, much more knowledgeable than me. Like they're like, yeah, we're all pretty much hoping that those like 100,000 coins are never sold or traded or moved. Million. Because, yeah. yeah, whatever. I forget what the number is, but yeah. It's million. Because like that's pretty significant to this whole thing. <laughs> For sure. Still a lot of vulnerabilities. It's, it's, just, it's just one person with a shitload of these coins deciding to not do anything with them. Incredible. Oh yeah, I mean the same thing can be said about like Jeff Bezos. Or Elon we have Musk. no idea. We have no fucking clue. Right. I mean like, you know, Elon or Bezos could make pretty big ripples in the economy if they did something if super they just stupid. Went liquid. Can you imagine if they just went no, liquid? No, they can't, but yeah. I Elon mean, they can't. can't, but they could try and them trying would make a huge fucking That's true. difference. I don't know if they like physically can hit the buttons like 
it's illegal, but maybe they can still do it. I don't know. Why is it illegal? You think it's it's illegal for Jeff to sell his fucking shares? I don't know. I know it's illegal for Elon to. For sure not. No, it is. Yes. That's how Jeff's not involved in that company anymore. That's That's how those things work. Why is it illegal? Why is it illegal for for me to sell something that's privately held? That makes no sense at all. No, it does make sense because you don't want someone to just like pump and dump. We're like, it does make sense. I founded a company. I will sell it as I damn well please. It's incentive of it as I damn well please. Right. It's incentive not to just go public for a payday. And then get the you fuck out no of there. Right to, you have no right to incentivize me to do that. Yes, you do. What are you talking about? Absolutely okay. not. No, Brad, that you haven't thought about this. Ridiculous. No, you're being ridiculous. This is just the concept just that I can't sell something that tape. I made and that I own is ridiculous. That concept you can. is ridiculous. You can. If you have a private company and you'd like to sell your private company to another company, you can sell your private company. But when you enter a public market. You can't just do whatever the fuck you want and fuck over everyone who buys your stock. That's not how it works. There's a reason. There's laws it's not about my this. Co- I'm not involved in the company anymore. I just started it. I just happen to have a lot of shares. What is that? Then I'm not involved. I'm making none of the decisions. This is not my problem. I just happen to own a lot of it. So you're telling me, you're telling me that, uh, fuck, who's the wizard? What's the wizard of Omaha's name? Uh, uh, Warren Buffett. Yeah, Warren Buffett. So Warren Buffett could have bought 40% of the shares of Amazon when it was small. And he can do whatever he wants with them. But I founded the fucking company and I can't. Even if I have less than 40% of the shares, that is ridiculous on face, Sean. I don't know what all the laws are. It is not. How can you look at that and say someone bought pieces of my company? And I own less than them. They could just sell theirs and I can't sell mine. How is that not comical to you? Because that is a ridiculous sentiment. Just because I'm a fucking founder means that, okay, I own 15% of this. Warren Buffett owns 20% of it. He can just come and go as he pleases, but I can't. Okay, that this is, is not ridiculous. Okay, people have contracts <laughs> about how they're going to get paid. And most of the time that happens with equity. Right. And the that's fine. Have that, large that's fine. If, we're, if we are breaching a contract, that's a completely different concept. Yes, that is what. That's what I said. Is that these people have contracts? Like this is like built in. Most of the companies, like Elon with Tesla, absolutely has a ton of stock that he cannot sell under law. Not because it's just some law about you being the founder. Because it's yeah, under so it's law not a federal issue. It's a, I chose to sign this thing, and that's fine. The yes. way you described it initially sounds like it's a federal thing, and that's okay. not acceptable. Uh, no, no, no. Right. It's not just some federal sweeping law that says if you're a yes. founder, you can't sell. It's... That's what I'm saying. Okay. And that is what I was saying was ridiculous, if true. That would be ridiculous. Thank you. And now we've come back to Brett's right. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> by way of Sean being theoretically correct. Misunderstood. Maybe Sean's just bad at explaining things. Maybe. And if I'm a fucking founder, guess what I'm not signing? You, your paperwork can suck my dick. I'm doing what I want with my shit. Okay, well, then you're not going public. That's how this I'll works. I'll do as I damn well please with my company. <laughs> well, unfortunately for you, there are very strict regulatory bodies 
over the and I'm not, again, Sean, we found ourselves a place where I'm not interested in this regulation. Then you can't go, go public. You can't just get listed on that the New York ridiculous. Stock Exchange. No, it's not because you it literally is have to. Ridiculous. People run that shit. Yes, it is ridiculous that people run that shit, right? Because they just get all That's the money what I'm they saying. want. Yes. And the, it's ridiculous that most of the time, the organizations that regulate these things will look a different way for some things and not for others. That is how well, it's the world like runs. The government organization and running things is on its face ridiculous. It's almost like there's an oligarchy. And that, that's where if I choose to sell my shares to anyone that will buy them, which is just what the concept of being public is, that's all it is. I'm just saying if you've got the money, you can own this. That's all it is. That's literally all it is. What is the difference? I'm saying anyone, anyone, I don't care. If you have $492, you can buy one stock. Which is a number of which, of which I've invented a number of how many I have. Yes. And you can buy it. You can buy one of them if you've got that. And the your rights regarding that stock are something that we've agreed upon, whatever. Like your rights with owning that stock, whether you get dividends, whether whatever. That's what we've agreed upon. And that's all mm-hmm. we're doing here. It's it's just like me saying, I'll sell you if I'm private, I'll sell you a Point zero 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 one percent of this company for X amount of dollars. Right. So the point is to enable business and innovation to produce good things in the world. You use the public markets and you set rules to protect the investors. want to be more We're upset back. about what just happened i really do want to be more upset about what happened we were just interrupted by an by an amber alert <laughs> whoa well hello yeah hello 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 god damn it i can hear you hello hello yeah hey <laughs> did you hear anything i said yeah but you got an amber alert yeah, we were interrupted by an Amber Alert, which is, like, fine, I guess. You know what <laughs> I mean? Which is fine. Like, like I'm not going to be upset about that. Well, no. Oh, well, someone died. Or it can't have to be sold in child slavery. It's a small but... child that was kidnapped, which is always what it is, but... Eh. Yeah. That's the, the Amber Alert system. <laughs> which is kind of an incredible system that was not implemented until generally very recently, but also there's no way... Too really implemented recently, but no, I love Technology. true crime. Can talk about it. All I was, <laughs> I was saying is that the public markets enable investment into businesses in a way that helps to drive, you know, businesses in a way that you normally couldn't do, and that way you need regulations which is and kind protections of for the investor. Too. Like, which is kind of ridiculous too. Like, what, what's to? I don't know the laws and regulations around. What is what's not going to allow me as a private company to say, "Hey, we're having a stock special. Everybody, get in and buy yourself a percentage of this." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we're selling percentages into ownership. It's just yeah, another way of like raising funding. Like, yes, anytime someone buys into a company, like you're just right, you're raising, raising capital. capital. Yep. 
so the, it's it's ridiculous that that we're that can that we're that concerned about the private versus public uh, spheres. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works exactly. I, it's I mean, it's you know a similar thing with like debt and loans. You know, it's like you know they have utility for the individual. You know, you can take a loan, and that way you can buy a house. And a lot of times, taking on debt's actually really good for you. But in the same way, it's kind of just like, well, you know, what the fuck are we doing here? It's a lot of like, you know, just random arbitrary finance nonsense and there's banks in charge and all that. And it should be generally, you know, privately done because I'm <laughs> sure they'll do it better, which it generally is privately done. No. We don't have many government owned companies here, fortunately. Oh, yes. so we looked at, companies, I mean, well, I guess, yes. and then banks, you get into no. Then you get into an odd space where – then you get into an odd space of like, well, it's kind of private in the sense of I'm interacting with a business, but it's public in the sense of they might be publicly traded. And yada, yada, yada. yada really the the wheel yeah. rolls on. Right. But regardless, I don't really – I'm not interested in any entity telling me what I can or can't do with something I've created. Certainly not a governmental entity. Okay, what if you made a nuke? <laughs> cool. I made a nuke. I'm very smart. You can do whatever you want with it? No, I'm not. I shouldn't be allowed to impact other. Like, I shouldn't be allowed to cause harm huh. to others with my nuke. What no, I should be allowed see? to do. If you're. No, no, no. Uh -huh. Where you're going to be, where I'm going to be right about this is. You are choosing to buy into my company. Well, you now this are is making that decision. Question. I am yes. choosing to drop a nuke on you. I am making that decision. Well, you chose to live on Earth. You could have built a spaceship and gone somewhere else. May I, I, I don't think more I could have. arbitrary than you thought. No, mm -hmm. I couldn't have done that. I could have said, I'm not buying into this company. That's very easy. Building True. a spaceship or a nuclear weapon is not. The lines aren't I'm aware when I buy Tesla stock that the man that was at the helm, Elon, is a little unstable and he's going to tweet some stupid shit and he's going to go smoke weed on Joe Rogan's show. I'm aware of those potential ramifications because I'm a wise person who is making calculated business decisions with my own finances. Mm -hmm. I have nothing to do with if you build a nuke and decide to throw it at Denver and kill everyone. <laughs> that is not something I can be in control of. I can be in control of how I choose to use my finances. Thus, where I see the difference. Yes. No, I agree that there's a difference between those two situations. My point was that it's there's a lot of gray area in between. Where's the gray area? I mean, there's massive gray area about what choices when it comes to quote-unquote hacking are inherent biological systems well no i mean at the end of the day when i'm buying a stock in something i can do all the research i can do whatever i want especially in today's day and age you could have made that argument in 1920 that this was impossible but right now i can do literally anything i want i can find out almost everything yeah and i agree i agree that buying stock like it only makes sense that that is a fully autonomous choice so what are we doing here as far as like regulations and the need of them. Well, 
Because and, and that that's it's the same thing with it's the same thing with gambling. Like buying a stock is making a gamble. That's all it right. is. It's a it's a question about some gambling. Some gambling safer than other gambling. That's right. just the way it and what goes. If, what if a significant amount of the population are fucking idiots and they all gamble their what money if, and dude, all lose? I don't lose. fucking care. Yeah, Not what my if? problem. Right, and what if power consolidates and all the money consolidates into one hand? And now somebody can destroy the world. Like that's the you whole point. All is that of the power is going to control it. You you have that little faith in every single person that you think they need to be fucking regulated. I mean, no, I don't think we should. I would much people, rather. I'm also, so much more okay. Look how many people I'm so use much Facebook. More okay with no, 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 going no, no, out no, no, like no. that. Just right now, right now, right now. Look how many people use social media. Billions, yes. Just like, that's it. That's it. Like, that's the whole argument. Like. What? Like, there's it's nothing completely... else to say about people. No. No, you have no, no, you're, you're way off base. You have no idea of what those people have chosen to do. What, like, if they're willing, they're, they're willingly saying, I'm okay with my data being used this, this, and this way. You have no idea how thoughtful those people have been. The fuck are you talking about? Yeah, Exactly. Like, I'm talking you have no about, concept of how thoughtful they've been. It's not that they're all fucking idiots. Many of them certainly have been thoughtful about it. The percentage is something we can argue about, and that's something we can never get to a uh, resolution on. But the idea that you're going to say, everyone's an idiot. Look at Facebook. Like, anyone that uses Facebook's an idiot. No. Some people are weighing the option saying, yeah, I'm losing this, this, and this, but I'm gaining access in a bunch of ways that I'm willing to trade that off. Yeah, for sure. So what are you talking about? He's saying use Facebook as an example. Zuckerberg created a product that people love and use. That that is what it is. That's yes. the facts. Right. He does questionable things people, with said product, but people right. are generally aware of that. Like, what if we've created a system, very, or a company okay. has created a system that everyone loves to use that destroys society completely? Like, then we've got a hell of a, a trade-off to decide. Yes. Exactly. That's all it is. It's a it's a you and me making choices. Right, right. And like let's say that enough people make the choice and that's it. The world's over. They made the choice. Okay, cool. Then that's how Wait, it went. What do we say about it? That's how it went. That's how it goes. Why the fuck do I that is not my place to tell people what their decision should be. That is how it goes. If that if that's how the world goes, then that's how the world goes. Sure. That's I don't have a problem it. with that. Right. You don't have a problem <laughs> with that. Like I and I don't think I don't think that I'm capable of managing and making better decisions for seven billion people than those seven billion people can make for their own, for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this and is not interested like, in it. This is the fundamentals. Like I, yeah, I think this is like basically the fundamental question of libertarianism of politics and libertarianism. Yeah, like yeah, and I think it's. I mean, at some point you get down deep enough where it's just like philosophical. Like if some company, you know, and I mean that also you know makes the question begs the question of like right back to the whole me imposing myself on you, like. You know, where do we draw that line? Like, what if I say, no, I don't want society to end? And the fact well, that... begging the question is you should know as a philosophically uh, 
<laughs> is fallacious in its approach. Wow. It was colloquial. <laughs> but I, I, then that's where, you know, I'm going to do my thing. They're going to do theirs. If that's yeah. what causes the downfall of their end of society, I'm out in the mountains with my typewriter writing a manifesto. So <laughs> I don't fucking care. It's So I don't know. I'm always going to be on the side of let me do me. I'm going to make my decisions. Mm. I mean, there are <laughs> always is obviously hyperbolic. But generally, as a generalization, that's where I'm at. It's just things like child porn. Yes, children should be protected. People that can't make decisions should be protected. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean that you know I, I, that's the same thing. It's like, you know, why are you drawing a line between children? You know, it's all just no, but that's not, and that's and that's no, it, it's not. It is, and that's it where is. that's where we can get very confused and frustrated in the sense of uh, fuck. Like, like when we're having a, I forget what this. I, God, I'm so. Uh, I need to. I need to just constantly be in a philosophy class to keep up with my terms because they they flit in and out of my brain from moment to moment. And it's so fucking frustrating. But that's where, like, oh, like moral relativism is stupid. It's huh. dumb. It's very dumb. And the way that we approach moral relativism versus the way that like people in philosophical classes approach moral relativism is very different. Most people, most classes that you'll take regarding moral relativism will not say murder is on the, is on the table, you know? Uh, right. Like that's not, that's not the approach people take because that's ridiculous and we can't have a serious conversation generally. You and I can have an interesting conversation about ideas, but we can't have a serious conversation about real life, you know? Sure. So that's and that's where I think many 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 people get lost in is just like well moral relativism like anything goes no it's not how it works well, that's not how people who are scholars on moral relativism talk about it mm-hmm. yeah I agree with that like you like you yeah 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 you haven't done the work to to uh, go with my favorite <laughs> woke saying but <laughs> and it's not that's my job one. to make you do the work that's God I one. fucking hate those people I fucking hate them so much. It's <laughs> regardless, whatever. But like this, I God, I forgot what I was going with that. I got in such a track. Fuck. But it's that's where fact. I we were we were at a point where like we were, we're talking about like, child things. Yeah, yeah. Like that's not that's not a difficult thing to discuss because children are blatantly obviously different than adults. Okay, it's not blatantly obvious. Where you draw the line of adult. That's fair. That's totally fair. Yeah. But it's very obvious when someone's a child. Like when you are a child. I mean, if you want to draw the line of puberty, whatever. If you want to draw the line of complete brain development, whatever. Which is, again, and the reason it's so hard is obviously because development happens in such different stages and in different ways in every single person. So you have to draw a mildly arbitrary line. But it's, right. not, a, it's not a concerning concept to do that. That's not a confusing concept. It's not a difficult one. In most cases, I think it is when you ask the question of like, what is a doll? And, you know, maybe the answer is something about, you know, someone who can, you know, think for themselves and come up with what's best for them and what they want. No, but but also you got to consider that you can't use that as a test in the sense of that's an impossible thing to judge and render. Yeah, for sure. So, so thus that question is now thrown out. Like now we have to do another approach. What's the next approach you want to talk about? You know, 
Like once we, we have to, and that's where you come down to, okay, I guess we're going to have to go to age. And it's not always right and it's not always perfect, but it's the best method we have currently or that we're aware of at determining this, to determine this. So that's what we have to go with. Right. But the point is that you can conceive of circumstances where you know, this quote unquote adult thinking versus child thinking isn't so obvious where neither the adult nor the child can do what's quote unquote best for them. Yeah, and, and that's right. fine, and maybe just but don't that, care. Doesn't negate, that doesn't negate that we have to have a societal norm. Yeah, for sure, of course. And, and that doesn't negate the, the reason for that societal norm being established how it is and how it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't argue any other way. Yeah, I mean, you obviously, every it's case-to-case dependent, and anyone who argues... It's cut and dry. That's it. Is an idiot. Because nothing <laughs> yes. in life is cut and dry. No. Nothing in life is cut and dry. Certain things are certainly are definitely more easily cut and drier than others. But context is pretty fucking significant. I mean, it's it's a thing that you and I have discussed before. Where, like, I was very wrong and confused for a long time on intent versus impact. Like, I was, for the longest time, on the, I don't fucking care what your intent is. It's the impact (laughs) that matters. (laughs) Yeah. And that's so foolish. It's so stupid. Uh. It's so dumb. (laughs) Like, of course your intent matters. Like, of course it's a significant thing. Like, it's not, <laughs> I, I'm still always going to be on the side of impact mattering more. Right. it does. Right. <laughs> like, like, if my intent was not to kill 500 people, like, to, but to make 500 people's days better with my fireworks display, and ended up killing 500 people <laughs> with my fireworks display, like, one of those is significantly more important than the other. Yeah. Yep. All right. It Although comes down to, I mean, like, the practical application in society. Like, and that's and that I think is the easiest the easiest thing to be confused with. Like it's so easy to get lost in the let's have a conversation about this ideology or these ideas. Yeah. Yep. Because because it's interesting and it's awesome and I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But if you can't separate that and turn it into applied situations then you're you've lost the threat yeah absolutely right otherwise it's just it's just for fun otherwise like you're just doing this like self-masturbatory thought experiment yeah you're just doing you're just doing you're exercising a thing that's useless you're doing a pointless exercise because the point of the exercise is or should be to get somewhere grounded in reality Yeah. yeah the point of the exercise can be come up with unique and interesting ideas yeah but once you start applying it to real life like we're not doing that anymore. Like, I want the unique and interesting ideas, but we also have to be willing to move past it because it's not reasonable. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's where a lot of people get caught up in. We're not actually applying things to real life. Like, yeah, a lot of people like, get really like, confused. I mean, the, the quintessential example is communism. Yeah, um, exactly. The, yeah. Like the plan. Oh, communism's never been applied correctly. 
Right. Well. Or it's like, you know, it's a nice idea about we should all live in this nice, happy society where we're all equal contributors, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And where, where I'm at is saying like people who say communism's never been appropriately like worked and applied. Like what? Like if the idea doesn't account for those people, like humans not being able to yes. quote unquote appropriately apply it, then that idea is flawed. Yes. Then that doesn't work. And that's something that I think people really struggle with conceptually. Yeah, there's a very old idea, especially in economics, about the human who is perfectly rational that much economic theory is based upon. And it's just like, you know, this comical, like, complete failure. And it's in the same way. It's like this complete failure to remember to think about how people really behave. (laughs) You know, quote unquote human nature. But like, just like, observe the people around you. Think about the fact that we're talking about ideas applied in a human world and in just like in the world in general, in the physical reality space. Like you can't separate those things at the end of the day. Like it's fun to play with the ideas separate sometimes, but you yeah. have to bring it back. And it's important to be able to, to fuck around with the ideas because you have no idea where, where that takes you. You know, we have no yeah. concept of just toying with these things like where we'll end up and if we'll be exposed to a new idea. And I mean, sure, people probably have more fun with that than I do because I'm always looking for how I can apply it. But I'm not, I'm just not interested. Like, it, it, like, we just come to a point where, okay, we've done this exercise. Now, can we take the next step? And yeah, if we're not I, taking the next step, then what, are, what have we done? Have we done anything productive? Right. But like we said earlier, nothing is productive, Sean. Infinitely unproductive. That's my <laughs> Consistently. motto. Consistently. Permanently. But I don't know. Like and that's and that's where this conversation's fun. This conversation I've had a ton of fun with, and I think uh I would like to say you have as well, but what is the practical value of it? No, I don't know. We're definitely not really learning many new things about each other. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I don't. I can't imagine my approaches to federal interference and <laughs> like pragmatic thought uh, I have stunned you today. No. And honestly, right. if you're a listener and that shocks you at this point, go back and you need to read this. <laughs> you got to do one through fifteen again because you haven't been paying attention. <laughs> no. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should just know. talk about meta talk about our relationship. Our friendship the whole time—it's the only practical thing. <laughs> well, but that it, it, I and I don't know, dude. It's a, it, and that's where if you're always trying to assign value to something, that's also pointless. I just ruins also life. pointless. Yeah. What's up? It just totally ruins life. Just yeah, it doesn't mean if you don't get to have any fun. Is where we're at with no. that statement, <laughs> right? Yeah, so that that is the other side of the coin where, yeah, it's very easy for both of us to shit on situations where we're not doing anything practical or reasonable or productive. But I don't know. Fuck it. I, that's what I want to do right now. And if that's what I want to do, that's what I'm going to do. Huh. <laughs> like, it's not There's harming philosophy. anyone. It's not harming anyone. You and I are just doing what we want to do. So who the fuck cares? Yeah. Of course. Of course.
However, I have a couple last things to discuss. I don't know if you need to leave or if we're doing anything. No, but it gets it gets so late for you. I try to be conscious of it. Well, let's, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. Do you remember Michael Avenatti? That name is super familiar. I feel like I saw an article headline today. You likely did see an article headline today. So that name, why it, it sh- I don't know if it should be familiar, but it might be, is because he was Stormy Daniels' lawyer. Does that ring a bell? Yeah, yeah. So Stormy Daniels, the whole like Trump thing, I don't fucked whatever. It who actually knows where that ended up? I don't think it went anywhere. I don't think they ever so her lawyer, really got to a conclusion. Yeah, I don't think so either. Her lawyer was the media's darling golden boy for many many moons. Like <laughs> I, I, I should see, I should look up this tweet. But between like March 10th and March 18th, Avenatti was on. Uh, MSNBC, NBC, CNN, and one other news source 157 times. Wow. That 157 a times. A lot oh, sorry, of appearances on dying news stations. Just a reminder that CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, and NBC hosted convicted felon Michael Avenatti a combined 147 times between March 17th, 7th and March 15th, 2018. The follow-up tweet is, purely for legitimately newsworthy reasons, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, They're not news stations. And this guy, yeah, so this guy, for a long time. This guy was just convicted of attempting to extort Nike for $30 million. Yeah, he's got two and a half years in jail. Yikes. Yep. Whoops. What a fucking idiot. Fucking got him. Go fuck yourself, dude. He was I I just remember him being such a pompous cocksucker. He sucked. He sucked. Yeah, what a piece of shit. Big time. Big time. Also, I I have mildly mixed feelings on saying things. No. Okay. I have mildly mixed feelings on saying things like cocksucker. Because, hello? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. My my headphones told me call ended and I got a little stressed. Oh, but, yeah, we're good. Like, I assume it's offensive because, like, you know, the act of a man sucking cock is dumb. Or, like, is homophobic. Versus I'm just out here like, this dude sucks. And, like, that's just a term for it. And, like... I did not associate that word at all with penises. That's where I'm at. Yeah. That's what, exactly what, where I'm at. I've never associated that with Taking like that word back. Until someone told me to. Yes. And I think we've talked about that where we did. it just sucks to have your brain a little broken by society currently. Oh, we had a great take about any gay person who would get offended by hearing <laughs> cocksucker is just not the kind of person we around who you're around. It's true. I, it's true. It's just a fact. It's a simple, simple fact, my my dear friend. Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> and that's always that's honestly another hard part to to bring this full circle about making friends. Like I I wanna say and do what I wanna say and do like I normally do. But uh-huh. people, people don't take it like that. 
people people will read into this more than you or I would generally. Yeah, for sure. And it all comes back to why I'm a fucking sensitive little bitch about the things I say and you know how I interact with people. <laughs> well, just get your real opinions out there. If they, you know, if they can't handle you at your worst, they don't deserve you at your best. Oh, okay. Five years ago, I would have said something very offensive, Sean. Just five. Probably, probably a few slurs. To be quite Girl, honest, man, <laughs> but we're all adults here. We are, but we're not. Societally, we're not. Well, here you talk go. About, talk about the adult child line. But You're that's taking but away that their is, fucking that's individuality. That's a personal definition. That's a personal definition. And yeah, I get to make the decision for how I the, no it's a, it's another thing where uh-huh. I get to make the decision on how I feel I should be perceived that's not anyone t- taking away the ability other than myself so I'm making the choice Sean right but it also sounds like self-censorship catering. is not a problem <laughs> so what maybe I'm yeah I'm catering because I'm trying yeah. to appeal to more people because I'm right. trying to get this fucking show off the ground without with you over here it's like ooh fuck this fuck that like Sean we can't be doing that well, to me, it sounds like you're going to sell your stock to anyone who'd buy it and then leave them out high and dry. But suddenly you had reservations. No, about I'm it. selling my stock. I'm trying to sell. I'm trying to appeal to my stockholders. Huh. I'm trying to appeal to potential buyers of said stock and showing them like I can be cut. I can be clean cut. I can be a good guy. Under the surface, we got a problem. There's a devil in huh. there. But I, I will protect this company. Nice. I will protect this company. Oh man! Well, and and honestly, if you're buying stock and anything of mine by now, you should know at this point I have said some things on this podcast that will likely drive the price down, or will not make it widely appealing. It's all about results. It's about the bottom line. The bottom line. That's the only thing that matters, right? It's the only thing. And buying. Stock buybacks to drive up your price. Those are the only two things that matter. Stock buybacks. Oh, Jesus. I'm at, just, this is a wild side note. Uh, I'm at a really cool point in my beer drinking where the bottom half of my beer is super super chilled, where it's solidified. The top half of my beer is not. I think it's because my hand is holding it. It's it's wild. wild. I'm I'm tilting it on its side, and the bubble's not going all the way down to the bottom. Holy cow. I've, I've perhaps discovered a new the, thing, a thing new to physics, but have, here we yeah, are. You have a multi-phase beverage. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. But Infinite regardless, anyway, about I, I this, might be wrong. About this lawyer guy who's now in jail. Do we have a point here? No, I just want to bring it up because it's like a current events thing. And oh, I okay. just love that that guy sucks and he's being thrown in prison for it. That's, yeah, a little glee. And it makes me happy that so many people sucked him off for so long. Like, you fucking morons. This guy was always a snake. He was obviously a snake. And you're a bunch of little fucking idiots. I'm embarrassed for people who watch the news. I'm really embarrassed for them. (laughs) I, I don't agree. I don't feel the same way. That's fine. Because of how I engage with news. And classic, me giving more credit to people than Sean. Uh, I 
I want, I mean, I'll engage with news and I'll read things from the Times and I'll read things from CNN and I'll look at different things to understand where <laughs> we're at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to sure. I'm trying to see where we're at as a society. Uh-huh. That's a good uh justification. At this Your point addiction. that might be all of what CNN's viewers are. No, I don't think so. I don't think No, you're definitely are. right. It's definitely not that. I'm just I yeah. just wish that was the case. I know. I do too. I'm very confused about it. I I don't know. I just I think the people who worry so much about the news are just way too like self-important and very confused about the things that influence the world and are important i think the people who spend their time talking and thinking about the news and just journalists in general like journalism is very important in a certain sense and i think it's just become way overblown about how how important it is in protecting the public quote-unquote for sure. Well, well, the the issue is is like, or the issue for me is it shouldn't be overblown. It should be significant. It should have that role. It has the ability to hold that role legitimately. Of course, it, it has does, the ability to hold that role. It's just not if it you're has lost pumping out any of ten it. articles a day. Like there aren't ten important things a day. Like there's a couple important things yeah. a month, and most of those things are long. Like arcing stories. They should be long form and researched and, yeah, take yes. years to develop. Yes. Like, they should be, like, year, multi-year stories and they should also be, like, studies or, like, it should be summaries of history, past events. Like, there's just not, there's not that many things newsworthy. Like, even building blows up and kills 10 people. Like, eh, not really newsworthy. Like, sure, fucking hear about it, but, like, like how if we how have we come to well the, spot the question where... is i mean isn't the question is why did the building blow up because it could certainly find itself in a newsworthy spot in the sense of like it okay this is okay this has officially been a struggle but yeah i think what i was going for is it's it's a significant question to ask why. If it blew right. up because some gas main broke, not really. Mm, sure. If it blew up in a series of other uh, like terrorist activities, I would say it's significant. It's right. not necessarily – it's not going to tell you the whole story yet, but it's something that is worth being aware of and looking into and having a better understanding of. Yeah, I think it's just like 99% entertainment and just like – a fixation on you know this idea that this thing is going to be so important to the world and well, blah, for blah, sure. blah let's drive some let's drive some and ratings like, which is yes also from the newspaper's perspective just like very well, confused about how business too. works very confused about how making money works and then just like you know from the consumer's perspective just yeah i mean they definitely care like great it's great to be a public participant in whatever democracy we have but like man oh man you're over the top by like a thousand percent yeah for sure absolutely and i don't know we love to talk about things that sound impactful 
or that sounds significant, but then just find ourselves in a space where like, all right, was yeah. it? Is it? No. Where does that actually put us? All right, for me, it's always the question of like, and what could you have been doing with your time instead? <laughs> what? Pro- well, like, I don't know. Which is a tough question because, you know, you know, it puts a lot of responsibility well, on your shoulders. No, it's tough in the sense of, I don't even think that's the situation. It's tough in the sense of this is this article, pointless as it may be, is going to make my company money. That is why they pay me. Well, sure, right. But that's not journalism. I mean... I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's a just having thing. a job. That's having a salary and doing and right. doing work. Well, that's just writing entertainment. Yeah, yeah. But that's and that's. I mean, where we find ourselves. You know, you got to put asses in the seats. You got to get clicks. You got to be able to bring in money to your entity. Mm-hmm. It's just tough that the incentives are in the wrong place and that. Our society is evidently just incapable of being interested in significant things. Yes. I, I think the incentives were always, like, I think the only incentive was, like, the pure pursuit of journalism and just, like, the like the personal, like, morals or standards or, like, you know, looking your, at yourself in a mirror. Like, that's the only reason people ever, or, like, also, like, wanting to be the journalist who broke the big story. But, like, you know, I mean, the incentives were the same the whole time. Like, you know, people no, were just trying no, to make money. No, no, the pay structure has changed absolutely significantly. Of course, We've of course, of course. Before. Like your pay structure going from uh, advertisement I mean, yes. to subscription is a completely and, different well, thing. And the volume of things you can create has changed. I mean, that's maybe been the most significant change. It's just volume. I, I honestly, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's money. I think it's always money. Well, because that is money. Like the, sure, the, the fact, more you can, but I don't yeah. think just the the concept of the more you can pump out, the better you are. Like BuzzFeed, does does anyone actually pay attention to BuzzFeed of course, anymore? It was it big changes, like five years ago. It changes the competition structure, but yeah, it's a it's a combination of both. But the idea where you used to not have to even appeal really to readers, you generally didn't have to. You just had to be able to pull in advertising dollars, and that would mm-hmm. allow you to do any story that you wanted. Sure, you're still getting readers, but when you're considered the paper of record, that's generally enough to just get you readers. And if they're not bringing in the money, you don't really have to care about offending or attracting or, you know, and the good work is going to bring people in. But now, if you don't have that as just going to be our cash cow, that's going to be the golden goose that always comes due. Like, you have to change everything. Well, you don't have to. But clearly the truth, right? Like no one's trying, like no one's trying the, still the pers- pure pursuit, right? Like no one's trying and failing. Just no one's trying. Yeah, no one's, no one's appeared to be interested in that. <laughs> right. Like in a different approach, they're just all taking the exact fucking same one. Yes, exactly. Which is very, to me, very, very noteworthy. I think it's disappointing. Like, it seems so obvious and easy to be able to do something else in the sense of just like, it doesn't seem crazy to say, I don't need to appeal to 30% or 10% of of the population. Like, whatever 10% is going to be crazy and can afford my subscription, that's the 10% I need to appeal to. Why don't you just yeah. try and appeal to the, the 50% who are 
generally middle on many, many things and willing to pay for quality shit. I just don't understand. It's, it's frustrating because it doesn't make sense to me. But whatever. You know, yeah. like, like I, don't, I don't know how to square that. No one's taking mind. risks. This is, a, yeah. this is a key point to business and economics. Sure. Risk-taking is very healthy en masse, and no one's taking risks in journalism right now. And even mass, the people who are sure, taking, well, even yeah, the people it's, it's who are like quote unquote mass, taking risks, scary, on scary solo. for the individual. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it and right. the like you'd have to be sticking your neck out at this point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, companies would much rather die slowly than take a risk at doing something great, and <laughs> yeah. the greater risk of dying quickly. Yeah, yeah, and I, I but, mean, okay. no. No, you're 100 percent correct. Like, yeah, that's just no, that's right. just the simple truth. Right. No, I'm, I'm right. I, I am agreed. I agree. Yeah, we can well, carry on. I've said everything worth no, saying. No, as now that I've agreed with you and we both have established that you're correct. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about. Uh, let's play the how many people got shot in Chicago last weekend game. Oh gosh. Are we going to start crying weekend. again? Sean, how many people got shot in Chicago? Over a weekend. Let's just shot, not fatalities. We'll rip it at. Well, we can play both. It's an interesting game either way. 30 people got shot. 100 people got shot. 100 people got shot. 100 people got shot last week. I was going to go higher, and then I was just like, nah, this is just sad. Like, now I'm an asshole. Now let's play the how many people died. Okay, usually it's like. Maybe around 10%. Let's go with 10. 18. 18. <laughs> 18 oh fatalities, 100 people goodness. shot. Uh, what? Five of which were under the age of 13. That's so many people. Right? Like, think. imagine the number of people who, like, almost got shot, too. Right? Like, it's probably 10 oh, oh, absolutely. Like, there are probably, 100%. like, a thousand almost shooting encounters. For sure. It's just bonkers to me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. Like, absolutely insane. A hundred people were shot last weekend, Sean. One zero zero. I cannot Nearly fathom. 20% of which died. I just cannot fathom shooting someone. Because like, most of these shootings, it's not self-defense. Like, it's so like going and starting some shit. No, a billion, like, like ninety five percent of the shootings of in Chicago are not self defense, unless it's yeah. he shot at me first because well, of like, my gang. I like, gotta defend my gang. Yeah, like we all, we gotta. Yeah, it's self defense in the sense of he's shooting at me first, but he's shooting at me because I'm in a different gang. Like, like right. the whole thing is like fucking this, insane. Like fabricated zero sum game. I don't know. Yeah, a hundred, dude. That's so many. Haley and I might. We were talking about trying to find a place to go shoot a gun. Oh, yeah? Do you guys own a gun? No. You're going to rent one and shoot it? Yeah. I don't know if... uh, Can you just show up without knowing what you're doing? I don't don't think so. In theory, you can take classes at ranges. Yeah. But I don't know. That's the problem. It's like, ah. I I just... Last time we were at this place where we shoot clays out here... uh, this kid from my building had never shot a shotgun before. Mm. And 
she asked if we both shot shotguns and were familiar with our guns. And he started to answer, and I said, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know? right. Because you're going to show him, gonna him I'm not going to let you answer this. Yeah, right, because that's, that's just an annoying place to go. Gotta yeah, like, I'm not gonna. I'm oops. not gonna let you do something stupid, such that's gonna ruin this thing. When yes. we're both obviously not going to do anything unsafe. But it's different for us because neither of us have gun experience. For sure, and you can't, and you shouldn't lie. But but you can you, rent guns usually places. Yeah, no, you can. I, we definitely could, but that that's what I was saying. Is like, I'm sure we'd have to get some sort of class or like. I don't think we can show up and say, hey, we never shot a gun before, and they'll just hand us a handgun, a clip, and say, well, go to lane number three. Like, No, you can just lie and then figure it out on the fly. Well, yeah, we can also do that. If you FaceTime me, I'll be able to explain the whole situation (laughs) to you when you're there. I'm sure you could, and I'm quite sure we can figure it the fuck out. (laughs) Like... I don't know. They make safeties. They make safeties, and some guns have slides that are tough to uh, operate oh. if you don't know what you're doing. Okay, that's true. <laughs> no, it's, it's really not that hard. And we'd be, I'd be like literally on YouTube, <laughs> just How with the gun in my hand, YouTube and the other. Like, <laughs> it's like okay, this says Beretta. Okay, we'll start there. Yeah, let me look now up what this model. Kind is it? <laughs> I'll like understand all the inner workings of the striker and the trigger pull and yeah, all this yeah, without absolutely. like actually knowing like okay do I, so do I slide or do I what do I do? <laughs> yeah, no, it's we we should all plan a trip to northern. We'll go to the my cabin in northern Wisconsin. We'll, <laughs> oh, yeah. we'll do a lesson. We'll do a group activity. Sam Sam shot a couple guns now. She, That's right. I I don't I don't know if I'd say she knows what she's doing, but she doesn't like she's not. She certainly would know what to do. Like, it's mostly a point-and-click thing. It's not that hard. Yeah, yeah. She's not but, uh, a stranger or intimidated. I Maybe perhaps still intimidated, a but intimidated. not a stranger anymore. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, when it's not your life, it's something that's hard to get used to. Because I think it's very yeah. easy to fall into, you know, these things are scary because people say they're scary. Yeah. And it's not that it should be taken. It's just like a car. It's just like fucking driving. Oh, it's just different. I mean, cars are way crazier. I mean, it's even like people with phones. Like if you didn't grow up with a phone, like they kind of look at it weird. They're not sure what to do with it. Like, yeah. you know, other people, a gun's very natural. <laughs> like they just move it around. Like they're not worried about it because they know what they're doing. Yeah. But no, for the most part, it's. Point the end with a hole on it, downrange, yeah. squeeze trigger. Not at anybody else. <laughs> see if see if you can make one piece move. That's probably an important piece. And then put a bullet where the little cavity is and go that way. <laughs> go from there. That's pretty much shooting a gun. Find the piece that moves. Put yeah. something metal inside of it. Shut it. Pull the trigger. <laughs> it's but. pretty straightforward, but I don't know. We thought it would be... It's definitely something I need to do at some point. Like, yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know how have I not. Done we should this? have gone to the. We should have gone to the range out here. That would have been fun. We should have. Well, yeah, good. <laughs> I didn't know that you guys were just trying to turn into regular old Annie Oakleys wow. and you know build the kids. <laughs> why well, we got to try it twice and see if we like it? Exactly. So why why do you guys think it's a good idea? Why do you why are you guys intrigued by it? I 
partially just because I'm like interested in knowing more about it and feeling like I have a like personal understanding of what it's like to shoot a gun. Yeah. And it's like, it's like a foreign, it's a definitely a, it's a yeah, common it's kind of thing that's still very foreign. Yeah. Right. And like also, I'm sure it'd be fun. Like I'll fucking put some bullets in a target where I'll, well, probably miss the target, but I'll try. Well, you're going to do your damn best. Yeah. Sounds, sounds fun. It is fun. I agree. I'm, yeah. I'm of the, I'm of the notion that it's entertaining. But yeah, okay. Just, just something that's generally prevalent in life that you feel you should have some, at least some amount of experience with. Yeah, why the fuck not? <laughs> and I think it'd be very interesting. I'm sure it's not something I think about much ever, really. But I'm sure there's, I would learn some things about it. Well, I would imagine you'd learn at least something, but it's yeah. I don't know. It's in my opinion and experience, it's all about like who you're with and who is going to who's going to be showing you the ropes. Not that you're a person who wouldn't take it seriously, but like especially at a young age, it's important to be taught that like these things are very serious. Things can obviously go very wrong, but you guys are pretty much yeah. past the point where you can't see the potential ramifications. I would hope. Right. But no, I don't know. Other than that, just, you know, don't be an asshole. Be aware of where the end of the gun is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Which not worried about is it. It's much harder for people than you'd ever think. It's very frustrating. People love waving guns around. <laughs> that power. No, it's not even the power. It's like they just don't just think like it's don't significant. It. Yeah. yeah. Like you're not engaging with this. Like it's a thing that could literally end a life. There are yeah, so many yeah. videos on Reddit of guns accidentally going off. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, I dude, people in my family have shot their ceiling before because oh, uh, they were just cycling a fucking gun more or less for fun. Just cycling <laughs> their gun in their house and they shot their ceiling. <laughs> oh, that's just... That's pretty stupid. But hey. It's very stupid. <laughs> Hopefully there's no one yeah, on the second floor. <laughs> well, you know, when you own your own house, you get to do a little more. You get a little more leeway with your idiotic activities. But yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a thing that even people who use guns very frequently can be very dumb with and make stupid decisions because it only takes one. <laughs> Maybe I'll put a few bullets in my car for that street cred. <laughs> and then I, I don't know how does what are Haley's thoughts. She was way more open to it than I thought. She, Dude, I'm pretty sure she was the one who mentioned it. That yeah. does not surprise me. That makes me so happy. I love it. <laughs> that does not surprise me. I love it. Because uh, obviously, like between me and Sam, like I'm much more comfortable in the situation. But, you know, we, when she, the first time she shot a gun was two years ago in February. It was just me and her at the, at the cabin. And, okay. <laughs> And I was like, hey, like, like you've never shot a gun before. Here's this Stay little point to too. Rifle, like, yeah. Yeah, like, let's just go shoot a... And that's where you got to start small. For sure. Because it can be scary if you start with a big gun and the kick is real. Not getting the six R out. <laughs> I, I appreciate the attempt. But they make 22s <laughs> too, Sean. It's not oh, that big a deal. Damn. Well, <laughs> that 45... 
<laughs> exactly. I, I respect the effort, but you know, it's 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 cute, Sean. Ah, I'm just but, trying no, to fit so, in. <laughs> in. Respect. And she's, I don't know, we took out this little semi-auto 22 and we're talking about, you know, these are things you need to be aware of. This is what happens when you do this. This is what happens when you do that. Like the various moving pieces. And we're shooting at this clay pigeon from like, I don't know, probably 20 feet away at most 10 yards. And they're not very big. They're like four and a half, five inches across. Yeah. And, and she just keeps missing. Like she just can't hit this fucking clay pigeon. Sure. And I was like, I was like, okay, dude, like I understand it's your first time, but also you're literally just putting a ball in like a little notch sight and pulling the trigger. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not a difficult thing to do. <laughs> like I will, if you gave me this gun right now, I'll hit that a hundred times out of a hundred. <laughs> and then I'm looking at her and she's like trying to crank her left eye. Like I, she's holding the gun. Like she's right handed. She's trying to crank her left eye over the top of the sight. Oh, that so she can look down the barrel. Oh no. It's like, dude, you're you're left eye dominant. Like you're not a right handed shooter. And then we, then I like I told her to switch hands, and she didn't miss. I just yeah. That's so that's the other thing you need to be kind way of aware of too. All like, of a sudden, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because like you literally have an eye that's better at these things, and it's different. It happens to right handed people all the time that they're left eye dominant. Sure. It's weird, huh. but it's a thing that's that happens. weird. Yeah, so we just had to get, and that's, you know, if you do go out shooting, it's a thing to be conscious of. If you're struggling one way, literally just try switching everything. Yeah. But also, word to the wise, if you're going to shoot a pistol, please be careful how you're holding it, because I don't want the slide, like, taking off. Yeah, don't do, don't, like, go over the gun. Yeah, Yeah. and don't hold it in such a way that the slide's going to skin the top half of the notch between your thumb and forefinger. Oh! Dude, it's ugly. It's bad. It's or if you're bad. shooting a revolver, do not put okay. your fucking finger <laughs> on the rotating barrel. No, no, like, well, the the barrel does. Yeah, the barrel only rotates when you're going to pull the trigger if it's double action. But don't put it on the crack of the of the oh. uh, cylinder. <laughs> like yes. people have done it with with fifty caliber pistols and blown their fucking fingers oh, off. Oh my goodness! It's a serious thing. Because I don't know, cow. people, I guess, just don't consider the gases escaping through, yeah. like, the areas of the cylinder. But, yeah, they fucking do, so it's very dangerous. It's a very violent thing that happens on a bullet. It's a very, it's yeah, shot that's a fact. So, <laughs> we, were at, we were at the bar the other day, and someone, we were talking about terminal velocity and, like, shooting a gun in the air. And they were like, yeah, like, like people don't think, like, it's probably moving faster on the way down than it is on the way up. I was like, no. No, at no Wait. point on that bullet's fall down is it moving faster than when it was shot out of the uh, gun into the sky. Uh, <laughs> it is unfortunately impossible. Just as there is nothing about physics. It. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But it was. It's. I don't know. It's. It's very. Uh, whatever. I love guns. I love people that are getting new to guns. I would love to shoot a gun with you in Haley because that would make my day. I mean. That would legitimately make my day. <laughs> Well, like just the three of us out in the in the in the woods. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, because we're not going to a range. If you guys, if if we no, went up to, no. to the, we to the home, no, we're just we're oh, just shooting outside. No. Yeah, 
shooting at anything and everything. It's my land. I'll shoot what I want. Maybe I'll have to get a couple of acres down here. Dude, if you're going to tell me you can't shoot what you want on Florida's land, then I don't know oh, what Florida you, is. You can do a lot of shit. You bet I think you just need. Can. I think you need just more than an acre. Someone was saying you can shoot guns. That's awesome. That is fucking awesome. I don't know if that's that's so small. That's not a lot. It's not of big. Land. It's 210 feet by 210 feet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's yeah. the literal size of an acre. Sounds it's seventy right. yards by seventy yards. <laughs> Do you want to shoot Which from twenty. Everything 10, 20 shot yards? from a gun goes further than that. Wow, a lot further than that. I guess handgun movies, but yeah. What is it? One acre. What's an acre size? The dimensions of an acre. The most. And it can be can be any shape, a rectangle, a triangle, circle, well, yeah. yeah, no shit. It's forty three thousand five hundred and sixty square feet. Okay. I don't I don't have that one pulled up right away, believe it or not. Two hundred, yeah. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, slightly bigger. Two hundred a little over yeah. two hundred. Yeah. Squared. Where do we actually come out at? Oh, went the wrong way. Whoops. Yeah, 208.7 feet. Yeah. God, you I'm not top my fucking units. You got the fucking... No one should doubt you. always whip out conversion factors <clears throat> and random fucking shit. It's the most no pointless doubt. thing that I generally have in my mind. Like, yeah. I mean, a fucking... Yeah, a fluid no, ounce is 29.57 milliliters. Exactly. So I was stupid. literally just going to use that as an example. <laughs> yeah, it's so dumb. It's such a stupid ability to have, and it just frustrates me. But <laughs> and that's oh, well, whatever. <laughs> we're we're we are absolutely rambling. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> I don't think we've we'll said for that thing in 40 minutes. Yeah, no. I think we gotta cut it. I oh. love the. <laughs> Did that? Are you back? Am I back? Yeah, we're back. You're God, in and out it. for I'm a second thing today. It's a hard but, life. On that note, I have no idea how much of the last 40 minutes Sean is going to determine. We'll probably have to cut a little bit. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> but, but that's just two guys having fun. Uh, have a wonderful, wonderful insert time of day that you're listening to this, listeners. Know that we care about each and every one of you individually. And we'd love for you to interact with us via email or Twitter. Thank you. Sean, do you have any, do you yeah. have any closing remarks? Um. To all the listeners, I like you more than Brett does, so just keep that in mind. Wow. Okay, fair. Yeah, I always appreciate the time we take every week or so talk whenever randomly we do it. And it's It's been a good one. It's been good. Yes, it's been a roller coaster. This thing's had hot. Oh, shit, we didn't even talk about the wire. Fuck. Oh we my goodness, dude! No, we like, need to talk about the wire for another the three hours. This might just be well. We can't yet because I'm only six episodes in. Oh my goodness! So off the off the off the okay, need, chat. Unless it's I just need an initial case. take. I just need an initial take. Like, dude, how are you enjoying it gonna, so far? This, I think it's going to be written off as a hot take. Six episodes in, McNulty's easily the most morally sound character. <laughs> Well, 
keep keep it rolling. It's true. It's but true. It could be true. It could be true. He's no, it, he's it, a fucking well, yeah. He's on a Punk, tear. Punk and McNulty. Punk is almost certainly the best character six episodes in. There's, he has not done you well because you, you don't see him enough to do to see him no, do anything like too shady. There are so but, many. Just you wait, I mean, son. Greg's. I I really like Greg's. I think she's one of the more interesting characters because I don't really know what her flaw is quite yet, other than she beat the fucking shit out of oh, that kid when he punched goodness. the cop. <laughs> and and that's the thing. McNulty hasn't done anything like that. Okay, he drinks and drives. Boo hoo! Get over it. You know what I mean. <laughs> Seriously, though. I just I just need to hold my tongue. There's so many good scenes on exactly these topics. Oh well, my goodness! That, yes, yeah. He drinks and drives boohoo. Whatever. He wasn't great to his wife. Whatever. Whatever. He has two kids that he like actually kind of cares about. He does. And so, like, as of now, like he hasn't had a flaw. Like, like Greg's beat the shit out of that kid. Herc is an actual piece of shit. Carver's an actual piece of shit. Daniels told Prez Belusky the story he should tell, even though Prez Belusky, also a piece of shit, blinded a kid in one eye. Oh my god, like, Prez. Oh, actually, the, the most, the, the coolest person so far is Freeman, or Freemore, whatever his name is. Yeah, Freeman. He's, he's a cool fucking cat. dope. I love yeah. him. Because he, like, is, he's serious, yeah, Lester, he's serious, and he cares, and he just does what needs to be done, and he doesn't really give a fuck what you think about it. You have no idea how much joy this brings me. <laughs> I, I love that. To me, the TV show is probably ten times better than any other TV show I've watched. Like it's just so much farther. Yeah, like that's have you just seen like, the Sopranos. No, supposedly I've seen a couple episodes. I like now. have to watch the Sopranos. That's what I'm everyone not, says. I'm not interested in Italian mobsters. I'm really not. Even if it's one of the greatest TV shows of all time? Yeah. Like, I'm not interested in an Italian mobster who actually has an emotional life and a family. Like, it's just not. So you don't, you're not down? (laughs) Well, I guess, like, you're not down with The Godfather? Scarface, he kind of has that, but not really. I don't even know if you've seen either of those. I'm not going to disrespect The Godfather. I've seen The Godfather. It's you haven't seen movie. Scarface? That's all I'm going to say. No, I haven't seen Scarface. Wild. Okay. Okay. Tony Montana references officially crossed out for now. But <laughs> Everyone, I mean, uh, <laughs> everyone knows the popular ones. The title but, character. Yes. No. And yeah, the world is yours, all that shit. But uh, no, I'm, in, I'm thoroughly enjoying The Wire so far. I'm, okay. I'm into it. And, you know... Wallace is a good kid. He's in a bad situation. Oh. <laughs> and honestly, Michael Angela, B. Jordan. It's so funny watching Michael, like young Michael Jordan. Babo! Babo! <laughs> it's so funny. And, well, and it's kind there's of There's not cool. a bad character. Is there a bad character so far? A bad character. Like, just like a. Uh, you know, I don't like, like. Sergeant J's fucking dumb, but. Mm hmm. He's not a main character, really. He's just a person who is necessary. I just don't like him. That's true. He actually, yeah, he might be the worst character. Yeah. Well. Everyone else is like a very, like, non-one-dimensional. There's so few one-dimensional people in this show. Yeah, They all get, like, four or five dimensions. I assume Santangelo is not a significant person, but I did appreciate him 
saying like I'm not fucking like my job is not to dig graves for cops. Like we're not interested <laughs> in burying cops. Uh-huh. And whatever Rawls is such a fucking douchebag, it's unbelievable. Yeah. But we're just wow. getting into more Omar situations. Omar's coming, baby. So soon I'll get to just start sending you wire scenes nonstop. <laughs> I yeah, went down a both kick. Of, oh both my gosh, of I was Omar's so boys many. are dead. Whoopsie. Ooh. Dude, they died so fast. They died so fast. Yeah. It fucking hurts. Uh, yeah, that show it's, it's unfortunate. Me, the reason I love it is just because it makes me so emotional. Like, just, it makes me so emotional. Makes you feel things you like, don't normally? I I am sure that if I went and watched The Whole Wire, I'd probably be just bawling at least five times. Interesting. Have I? When will I see the first time? Probably, Don't give me a specific but, episode or season. Just tell me like how far in the future is it? Oh, because if you've cried so probably, far in the show, you're just a big old pussy. <laughs> I think probably the uh, by the end of the first season will be the first. Okay. One. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. But yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. Sam's very into it. We're both down with the wire for now. And Dude. I think I think Greg's 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 and Freeman are my interest are my favorite people so far. Because Greg's like I don't know. <laughs> it's weird that I put abusing a kid who punched a cop like kinda low on the category of really shitty things. But Oh, it's such a good scene. It kinda is. It kind of is. She just runs over and beats the shit out of Well, you just like, see the Whoa. emotion. She's just like... Because she's like such a stand-up person. But but also like, like, like right away, right away, I thought she was running over there to stop it. Yeah. Like when you, when you want... If you watch that scene back, like it looks like she's running over to right. stop it right away. To stop it. And then she's and like... And then she no. just starts beating the shit out of the kid like, whoa! We protect whoa. our fellow cops. It's so good. Yeah, it's it is interesting, and I don't I don't know why they include this scene where I mean obviously they included the scene where uh, McNulty meets that FBI friend and he says like yo uh, Daniels might be dirty, uh-huh. like I don't I don't understand the significance other than just like driving distrust between Daniels and McNulty. Like, that's obviously the only point of that. Because, like, Daniels has not done anything that makes him look dirty in that way. Like, until no. that point in the show, like, Sam and I looked at each other, like, there's, like, there's no way that's true, right? Like, that can't be real. Well, it's supposed it to does, be about guess, something old that happened years ago. Well, it's supposed, yeah, it's supposed to be that he was, like, skimming somewhere. Or he's, like, taking bribes is what it was supposed to be. Like, is what they, is what I'm aware of as of now, you know? Mm. Like, the way they write it, off as right now is he's got a lot more money than a than a lieutenant should have he's clearly doing he's been doing some shitty business uh with whatever entities and uh the police department refuses to cut him right so that's all i know as of now and it just doesn't feel like he would do something shady or shitty and maybe maybe he has but and he's changed but there's no way that he's still dirty i don't believe it 
even though I didn't respect the whole fucking Prez Belusky beat the shit out of people. No, mm-hmm. he came at you and you feared for your life. I don't know. Leadership's tough. No, that guy just let him get fucking cut. He sucks. I Even though obviously sucks, it but... works out, it works out in the sense of uh, what's his name, the guy who starts with a B, Valcor or something like. Valtech? He appreciates that he, yeah, he appreciates that he stood up for his daughter's burnout fiance. Well, what are you gonna do if you got no cops left because you hold them to a reasonable standard? I don't know. Find new cops. Oh, move on. Figure it out. Make another. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I mean, I disagree, but sure. <laughs> but yeah, so far, so good. Very much enjoying. Good. I am overjoyed that you're getting into it. <laughs> I hope it continues to treat you well. Of course, I, I'm confident it will, and I'm very glad to be uh, <laughs> engaging with Sam in this one. It's good. Yeah. I think there's a lot of conversations to be had about it. That's for sure. I don't think there's a. I don't think you can watch this show and ever look at something in the real world as a simple idea anymore. But that's also kind of funny. Complex. I always laugh thinking about you describing the wire in these ways and being like, "Dude, it's a story that was written. It's a story still." Like, yeah, so story. It's it's kind of like well, one like like and. I mean, okay, an obvious falsity so far in the show. When Omar knocks off the stash house in the pit the yeah. first time or whenever, when he would do just with his two boys. I lost you.